0: Welcome to Best Picture Cast. I'm your host, Kieran B. I completed my goal of watching every Oscar Best Picture winner ever and decided to start a podcast to review each one, each episode myself. And revolving co-hosts will discuss, assess, and evaluate a different Best Picture winner with the goal to establish a ranking for the entire list. This is not, however, what we're doing here today. We're taking a little, uh, a little road trip, a little break from what we normally do here with these Best Picture winners. And we're going to talk about the movie that won... Our sub-50 tournament. That's right. We did a whole social media tournament of movies that fall under 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. And you all chose Tommy Boy as the movie to win this thing. And uh, the people who selected this, it's a team this time, our first ever team to win. It is Adam and Melissa from Below Freezing, as we call them the freezers. Adam and Melissa, welcome and congratulations.
1: Thank oh, you. Thank you so much. Uh it's we've um we've had our heads held high over here uh, since the win. So we are uh we're doing we're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty good. Melissa, how are you how are you?
2: I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah. I'm you know, I'm never gonna let this one like fade away. I'm always gonna be like, We're the winners. <laughs> you, know. you
0: have the bragging rights officially. It yeah. is, uh, there's no more There's no more wishing. There's no more wanting and wishing and hoping. You have done it.
2: Right. Now everybody can fear us.
1: (laughs) Sure. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Assuming they didn't already.
0: Uh, Yeah. So I am yet to win one of these things. I remain in the loser's lounge. But I do have someone here who has felt the the joys of victory before uh, two times here with this thing. You've won the sub-50 tournament twice in a row. And uh, your streak is over, Joe. But welcome, Joe Yar. Thank you. Very happy to be here. Wish wish I had my third one of these in a
3: row, my fourth win. But hey, this is a great winner, and I'm happy for you guys. <laughs> You've had some some tough goes, except for the horror one, so I'm happy for you. Great
0: choice here. Well, thank you. Yes, and horror is right around the corner here. It so is. you guys will have your chance to defend your crown uh, right away, pretty much. As, uh, we'll be whipping that together pretty soon. I know, Melissa, horror is your... Uh, that's your that's your genre of expertise over there.
2: Well <laughs> that's what I like to think, but you know. Uh this uh my partner might beg to differ. <laughs> you.
1: I, oh, oh, oh me? Yeah. I,
2: <laughs> it would have been what,
1: really because, funny if someone you, else was there. You're not an expert? Is that, I don't oh get... no,
2: what I think are good horror movies. Oh,
1: gotcha, I gotcha, don't, gotcha, Yes, gotcha. Okay. That's what I meant. Well you certainly like them more than I do for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, yeah, you know, you know what? You don't have to be an expert; you just like it, and I think that's They're, good enough. Right. Yeah. You know, that's that fits right in around here because we are definitely short of experts on on this podcast, at least. Yeah, my um, God. Yes, yeah, so uh, I I have not won one of these before, Joe. That you the, have not the uh, the losing streak continues. I will mention though that I have been in the final four the last four tournaments now. So it's yeah, you've had some great runs. Both the actions last year's horror with Alien, yep, and then here again with Rocky Four. So I'm I'm knocking at the door. Right, you're not doing bad. You're just you're just not getting Nick to the next level. Not winning the big one. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, we'll we'll march on into horror this year and hope <laughs> for the best. But uh, we're not here to talk about any of my picks because you know they don't get, get these sorts of episodes, uh, we are here to talk about Tommy Boy, the movie that Adam and Melissa selected in, with the first overall selection that pretty much dominated the whole tournament. You can listen to our tournament recap episode where we kind of go through everything and uh, check out the material that we have on social media at Best Picture Cast uh, to, to check all that out. And that's where you can vote for these tournaments. We said we have horror coming up. We'll have next spring, we'll have something uh, something new we haven't even talked about yet. And yeah, so that's uh, on Twitter X at Best Cats, on Instagram at Best You can vote, you can have your voice heard, and it certainly was heard in this one. It was our, our best vote total ever? It was great. It was
3: the most okay. consistent because yeah. every every round was super strong, and Tommy Boy at no point was
0: really even threatened. No, not at all. Uh, so uh, Adam, I'll, I'll, I'll start with you here. What is your relationship with Tommy Boy?
1: So I. Uh I have very, very clear memories of being like nine, nine or 10. Um, and so probably maybe like a year or so after it probably had a theatrical run. And I think at that point, my, my, my mom and my stepdad had recently gotten uh, married. And I think my stepdad was making attempts at bonding with me. Uh, Cause we didn't really have a lot in common. Um, he was not into sports and I was into sports when I was that age, but What we did bond over were the the comedies of this era. So, um, I mean, Tommy Boy, Ace Ventura, uh, Dumb and Dumber, all of those movies were things that we would watch together. And I very clearly remember renting this from one of the local video stores and watching it as a family, but me and him just cracking up watching this movie and it's of the movies from that era it's one it's you know one of one or two that really you know it, I, I we turned it on the other night and I, I was quoting damn near all of it it was really hard I, Melissa was probably yeah irritated. it was not annoying at I, all <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, because I,
2: he was ev- doing every line a beat before the line was said like it was almost like Melissa I know every line before it's like I'm gonna prove to you like that's that was the annoying part <laughs>
3: Oops. Yeah. but anyway. did he do it
2: he did do it until I told him he needed to stop doing it yes. and then he like <laughs> sat there and mumbled it under his you know
1: I sure did I sure did but. yes yeah
0: <laughs> respect it is for sure a super quotable movie oh my god um, and, and it, it was it was kind of while watching it and you know kind of remembering how famous some of these quotes were. You know, Crazy. You right. forget they even came from Tommy Boy. You right, know? they just exist in the world. Yeah. Uh, Melissa, so what is your relationship? You have a bit of an interesting relationship with this, or, or lack thereof.
2: Yeah, so I'm a late bloomer in this movie, and <laughs> I didn't see it, you know, like, late 20s, my late 20s.
1: Yeah, probably.
2: I've, and I think I didn't enjoy this movie as much the first time because Adam laughed and he did it again this time but I like I've been with him long enough now I just I know how to tune him out after having kids I can that's just I could it's like a flip of a switch and but the first time watching this I remember I was so annoyed because he laughed so hard and it was like right when the jokes were happening and so like in my head I remember hearing these jokes that I didn't know like you said came from this movie but hearing it I was like oh this is where it comes from but he was laughing so hard through all of it. I couldn't really hear or pay attention the first time we saw this movie. So I think that's why I'm like, did I see this movie? Did I not? Because, you know, of that. I don't want to say Adam ruined it for me. It was just, he he didn't ruin it for me. He just very much <laughs> loves this movie. Um, and when we just recently watched it, I think it really like sunk in to me, how good this movie actually is. A lot of parts I laughed at equally as loud. As he did, nice. If not trying so, to beat him,
0: <laughs> so no relationship with as as a kid at all. You didn't see it to your twenties. You don't remember this being on at all when you're when you were younger.
2: No, no. Wow, <laughs> no, not at all. That that's funny. I, this this would be something that like this was not my dad world. probably watched when because he it's a family of like I have all sisters so this right. was something my dad probably watched when. All the women were out of the house. <laughs> but when we were in the house, he couldn't enjoy something like this, you know? Joey, uh,
3: how about you? What's your relationship with Tommy Boy? Yeah, so we were about 11 when it came out. Um, So I saw it in theaters. Me and my cousin snuck into it at uh, Port Jeff Movie Theater. And i watched it ever since. Like, I've watched it forever. And I loved it. And I loved it just as much this
0: time. Now, is this a this is a PG-13, right? Yeah. 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 So what did you have to sneak into a PG-13? Because I did want to pay for it. Oh, you you just didn't want to pay? No. Okay. Oh, I, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Eleven years old. Gotcha. Gotcha. So yeah, I've watched it ever since, and I was super
3: happy. You know, I think it was the uh, clear number one here for a lot of reasons, and it did exactly what it should have done, and I loved rewatching it every second of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, so this is like, I obviously have a lot of memories of this being on, but it wasn't a personal rewatchable for me. This was oh, more interesting. my brother and our neighbor. Would watch this all the time. That okay. was like that. That was their, their, their thing. Movie that they watched. So I we kind of caught it with them, for whatever reason. It was just kind of not, sure. wasn't piquing my interest at that age. And I don't think I've seen this movie in twenty years, to be honest. Oh 20, wow, twenty five years. It, oh, that's great. Maybe you know, maybe in college it, scenes. You know, right. here it was on
3: when you were playing a game or something.
0: Yeah, but front end. It's one of those. I'm not totally certain that I've sat down front end and seen this whole oh, wow. thing. So there was a lot of uh the the connecting of the dots was very new and then there are so many things that were not new at all like, yeah. you know there's the the big scenes and of course uh and the big quotes like we said it's super quotable and super memorable and this performance alone is is um, its own its own thing so uh yeah this was fun and and as far as movies to watch for a podcast <laughs> i did not get much easier than than tommy boy yeah. i mean it's just it's 90 minutes of just a smile on your face, you know. So there's no there's no heavy lifting. That's exactly what it is. To do. You're just yeah. happy. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Uh, so we're gonna get into this thing, do the whole deal. First, guys, I want you to just do a little um, a little plug, tell people about uh, your podcast and what you do.
1: Yeah. So uh, below freezing is a podcast that my lovely wife here and I do, uh, and we can only talk about movies that have a critical Rotten Tomato score of 32 percent or less. Um, we have a couple of bits that we kind of do throughout, but you know, we 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 drank, we watched the movie, we we yak about it. Um, I think we've had some. I think our last two have been pretty pretty memorable, uh, pretty pretty female focused. We just released Showgirls, and 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 Melissa, we also what's going to come out after that? Uh,
2: Practical Magic.
1: And and what's so special about Practical Magic? Did who did 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 you?
2: Oh, I picked it, and <laughs> for the first time, I was like, let me take over. <laughs> number one
1: host
2: and you know
1: (laughs) it was great don't do it was great it it was a fun episode yeah hosting
0: the show is uh is not uh it's not all it's cracked up to be sometimes you know that that spotlights on you and the pressure and uh
2: you know it's (laughs) it's it's challenging because i just like to say what i want when i want just go with the flow and there were (laughs) <laughs> you, many times you, you where like Adam, riff. Adam had to kind of help me. It was really, we started it by being like, well, I'll host it, but you just make sure I'm 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 hitting all the points. So, you know, he was just... It
0: coached you along a little bit. He did, he got, uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure you nailed
3: it.
2: It's hard, let's just say that. I would very much rather be in this seat where I get to be the co-host and, you know, go for the ride.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and Joey, you uh, recently have... Uh, Putting the, the hosting gloves on a little bit, too, because you're very newly working with Adam. It's closer to a year now, right? Yeah, it's been about a year of recording. Adam's other podcast, which is 1,001 by 1. So how's, how's it hosting for you, Joe? Yeah, oh, it's been
3: great. It's been fun. Adam, I, me, Britt, and you know, I think
0: we've been really hitting a stride lately, so good stuff out there. Adam, and you guys, uh, for the first time, drafted your season here for this thing. You went one by one. Very entertaining episode. You guys recorded the whole... Draft and you kind of went through to pick the season of the movies that you cover. How was uh, did that come out the way you wanted to? Was the experience going to be what you thought it was, or was it uh, kind of developed as it went?
1: No, I I I thought it was fun. I mean, you know, at any at any point when I've done a, a, any podcast, like I you know I don't we don't I never plan you know try to plan that far ahead. But when when Joey and Britt and I started this last year, we we sat down and we kind of went through choices and everybody kind of picked separately and then we kind of pieced them together. But I just kind of thought, well, what if we, I mean, what if we just like literally make a game out of it? Cause the book, the book is so fucking big. Like we're not (laughs) right. We're not like we're even coming close to getting through all of them. So I figured let's, let's have fun with the picking of it. And, and so, you know, people still get to pick movies that are in their wheelhouse. I think we all have one or two that are totally our picks, but then, you know, like Joey picked Sergeant York and, uh, and I picked <laughs> fucking uh, 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 swing time. I mean, I don't know. Like we're just yeah. to be, we're gonna fucking do it. So um, so no, I thought it turned out great, and um, I think that'll be. I think that's like our new thing when we when we picked like, oh, yeah. seasons. I, mean, I think Little, yeah. so. It was great. It was yeah. so much fun. And,
0: and I particularly liked how you could only pick from certain decades, and yeah, it, two so per it decade. Got to the point where like Brit had to. She's like, oh, I gotta pick a movie from the '60s. Jeez, <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm gonna pick. I need I need a timeout. Yeah. I, need a, <laughs> I need help here. Uh, so that that was very fun. So I, I recommend everybody to go check check that out and check out all the 1001 by one uh, the episodes there. When the uh, the whole feed, it's it goes way back from when you guys started. When when was that? When did you guys start?
1: Oh God, um, twenty seventeen. Ian or and so? I started in the fall of twenty eighteen. No, Sophie was born. In oh, 2017. that's right. Fall 18. of twenty eighteen.
0: Wow, well, yeah. So lots, awesome. lots of lots of coverage there, and great, great movie content. So, yeah. uh, Good check stuff that out. out there. Yeah, one thousand and one by one, and then below freezing is the uh, other pod there too. Like I like to ask uh, every week, uh, what are you guys sipping on out there in uh, in Michigan?
2: Well, I'm drinking a our version of a. <laughs> Rosé gin and tonic, oh. <laughs> with nice. a mix of uh.
1: So so we have we have a gin that is like a blackberry raspberry gin, but then we also have just regular gin, and then like a traditional gin and tonic yeah. after that. So there's two kinds of gin. One one's a flavored gin in there.
0: Very nice. Oh, interesting. It's really a little, good. Uh, a, a little cocktail for the occasion. Always, I
1: love it. Always love Tommy it. Boy deserves a cocktail. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and then, so I am drinking uh, from Dark Horse Brewing in Marshall, Michigan, um, their Rain in Blood. Um, I don't know why it's so, so dark. Um, uh, it's a blood orange pale ale. Uh, oh. It's a 6% or so, it's not too bad, but I really enjoy the. It's got a good taste, so uh, that is that is what I am drinking. Oh, 5%, just kidding, not 6%. We're, we're, we're good, we're fine over here.
0: Five's nice and, nice and easy, it's a... Yeah, very drinkable, easy way to go. Um, Joe, what do you got?
3: I have the Montauk Surf Beer. I'm patiently awaiting for the Session IPA to come back, so I'm enjoying the other Montauk beers, and the Surf Beer came out this summer and is excellent. Patient is a, is an
0: interesting way to describe that, but... Uh...
3: It's not patient at all. <laughs> I think they've blocked me on social media, because every time they post, I just say, what about the Session IPA? But uh, uh, they boy. used to respond to me.
0: Ugh. I'm keeping it Michigan here too. I had to uh, I had to do it. We have a we have a lot of Michigan to talk about here, believe we it or do. not. Uh, so I've got the Founders All Day Haze. Oh, I like that so one, a, one. Yeah, like a little twist off their standard all day IPA. Uh, it's a session hazy IPA. Uh, so low in alcohol. It was a a long day of football. So uh, you know, four point nine percent. So I'm a little little bit under you, Adam there. Uh both the Seahawks and the Giants won today. So we have uh Woot. We're in good spirits here. Yes, we are. Yeah, it was. It was not easy for uh, either team, but uh, they they made it happen. So Seahawks at least looked like an adult professional team <laughs> while doing it.
3: The Giants looked like the other team needed the first pick. But hey, I'll take
0: what we can get. Speaking of Michigan, the Seahawks came out to play in Michigan. Did you guys uh, think about
1: we, going to the game? Yeah, we we did, and then. Uh, the planning, you know, listen, listen, you don't need to know about the the stupid bullshit planning things that we're going I know. on. We, we, wanted, talk, we, we talked about to, it. Yeah, but it, we didn't. We didn't pull the trigger on no.
2: that one. We didn't, didn't want to go with kids, and there was no way of making that happen right now. So, uh, yeah. you know.
3: Understandable. Very understandable, <laughs> yes.
2: So that's what we're drinking here,
0: and uh, now we're ready to, uh, I think we're ready to go here. We're going to do the, the deep dive back to 95. Doing
3: the deep dive back. There's some fun things in
0: 95. Adam and Melissa, you ready to go here? Let's do it. Holy schnikee! Yes, I am. <laughs> Son of a. All right. Headed back to 1995, a year we have been before. We have. Believe it or not, Joe. Uh, we were there for our Braveheart episode with uh, Great Michaela. Great episode. Yeah, Michaela Great and episode. Danielle making their debuts in that episode. But we did go to 95 one other time. Joe, do you remember when that was? No. It was for our... Stephen King's It Spectacular. Oh. We went 27 years back in right. time. okay. And that's where we are again today. So we have talked some 95 here. Now, uh, Adam and Melissa, this is just your first BPC honorary episode here, so things are going to get a little weird here over the next few minutes. So just try to hang with us and, uh, and be patient as you can expect it to be, hopefully more patient than Joey with his session IPA in Montauk. <laughs> um, okay, so in 1995... We're talking World Wrestling Federation, the, the champ. We did mention in that It episode, it is Diesel. 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 Kevin Nash, Diesel, was the champ there in, uh, in 1995. He had won the previous fall. Kevin Nash retained his title at WrestleMania 11 by defeating the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Uh, guess where Kevin Nash was born, guys? Michigan. Michigan Detroit Michigan indeed. Yes, we're keeping those Michigan motor vibes alive. Motor here. City. Yes, Motor City. Motor City, right? That's yes, okay, I got it. Yes, so Kevin Nash was born in Michigan.
1: Adam any Diesel, Kevin Nash memories? Oh, this was this was my wheelhouse of WWF. <laughs> I always liked Diesel more than uh than Razor Ramon. Um Wow. But now now but I, it's been a while. Wasn't Diesel like Shawn Michaels like security for a while right wasn't that his- he was yeah
0: yeah that's how he
3: came oh man in. so
1: he beats yeah, him at wrestlemania so- oh that's hard that's that's tough that's a tough loss
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah they split somewhere along the way and i think at this wrestlemania he uh, michael's had uh psycho sid at his side is that, i knew we had okay yeah that sounds right oh wow yeah so sid sid isn't melissa's looking at us all like we have ten heads so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're the you're the normal one here yeah. sense, so don't 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 worry yeah this is... you, that's the look
3: you're supposed to have okay. but i get that look a lot <laughs>
0: Oh, boy. We talked about Nash winning the title in fall '94 in last year's Sub 50 episode, Airheads. Yes. Uh, so we're coming full circle here a bit because in fall of 1995, Diesel would cough up the title and that would go to previous champ Brett the Hitman Hart. Ah. So Brett Hart wins in November of '95. So Diesel had his kind of year in his yeah, son the, the there. Kevin Nash has a number of IMDb credits, but most notably, <sighs> he played. Super Shredder in Secret of the Ooze. He was Super Shredder himself. So more more Ninja Turtle talk. I know Adam always likes that.
1: See, I thought most notably you were going to go with him in, uh, in, in Magic Mike.
0: Yes, that's that's probably actually most notable. I, I think that, I, I was kind of going Super, Super Shredder is most notable. I was kind of being a little more sarc- sarcastic with it, but uh, yeah. Listen,
1: if you're gonna have only a few credits on IMDb, I think Super Shredder and Stripper is like, come on, that's what we, that's what we're all shooting for, right there.
0: Right, that's why you get into acting. Very fair. All right, so we uh, head now to the Stanley Cup, the 1995 Stanley Cup saw the New Jersey Devils sweep. Who you think they swept, Joe? Well, you're uh, it's ninety five. Um, Let's stick to our theme here. They they swept uh, the, <laughs> the Detroit, Detroit Red, Red Wings. Wings. Yes, more more Michigan. I love how on brand this all is. Yep, absolutely. The uh, New Jersey Devils swept the Detroit Red Wings. These freezer connections are, uh, are are coming are coming in strong here. Meant to be, yeah. The Devils swept the series uh, in four games to win their first Stanley Cup championship in franchise history in their 21st season in the league. They became the 16th to earn the championship after joining the league in 1967. So expansion team, right? You know, so not not one of the original ones there. The first of nine consecutive finals to feature only American-based franchises. So Canada. Uh, had to had to sit on the sidelines there for nine straight years. I'm sure they handled that very patiently, Joe. Like as you as you say, very here. patient, yes. very patient. Stanley Cup Finals that year almost didn't even occur because there was an owner lockout that shortened the season. Uh, it was saved in the 11th hour, allowing the fifth seeded Devils to pull off the upset and win their first title. They'd be the lowest seeded team to win a Stanley Cup until the 2012 LA Kings. Devils team featured Hall of Famers Martin Brodeur. Scott Niedermeyer and Scott Stevens. The Devils were coached by Jacques Lemaire, and the series MVP was Claude Lemieux. Uh Devils can't be that relevant up in Seattle, I would imagine, Adam. I you know, I know you guys aren't the biggest hockey people, but yeah, I, I can't Jersey say Jersey was- Devils.
1: I, I know. Oh, I know where they're from. Um, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I can't say I know much about uh, w- w- Wayne Gretzky played hockey, didn't he? Right. That's yeah. That's, we're just now getting did. into the hockey. Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. now yep. that we're in Michigan.
1: Yeah, you got to you got to get into the hockey now. And,
0: and you know, Seattle had the expansion team. So hockey's starting to follow you guys a little bit now, I think. It, it's right. Nice. Yeah. yeah. The world wants you to be hockey fans. <laughs> we'll take it. This is the part of the podcast where I uh, announce some. Some different leaders from around the world. We're going to go around the globe a bit here, and I'm. It always goes well. Do my best to to not screw up pronunciations, which my best is not usually very good. Uh, okay, you so do we, it to yourself, so it's allowed to be hysterical. I, I do, I do. Not sure that everybody's always laughing though. There's probably some people who are not happy. Uh, but here we White go. Blankets. The president of Brazil was Fernando Henrique Cardoso. The president of India. Was Shankar Dayal Sharma, of course. Probably didn't pronounce that right. No, president of Liberia was Wilton G S. Okay, Wilton G S Sankowulo.
1: Fucking nailed it. You're not that was help great.
0: <laughs> Sankowulo. I, or- I think you did as
3: best. Like I don't know where else you, unless it's like Sankwulo. Like really, like focus Ooh. on the ankh.
0: This one I got the Prime Minister of Australia is Paul Keating. Can't really mess that one up too. No, much. That one's pretty perfect. Yeah, President of Mexico is Ernesto Zedillo. Great. And the President of Portugal is Mario Suarez. Now, if you followed along closely, there that was six different continents. Oh, very cool. Yes, but I'm missing a seventh continent. You aren't are I, Joe? You are. What's the seventh continent I'm missing here? Antarctica. Antarctica. The president of Antarctica in 1995. Was a a penguin? (laughs) It might have been a penguin. Antarctica does not have a president or a prime minister. The Antarctic Treaty is a decentralized system of governance with no executive leader. I learned that today. Interesting.
2: Oh, you never, you didn't know that. I was about to be like no. blown away with you saying somebody's. <laughs> well, that's name. why I said it was
1: a penguin. <laughs> yeah,
2: because I was about to be like bullshit.
1: The president of Antarctica <laughs> is Bugs Bunny. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Is Kevin Nash as, a, as a Super Shredder? <laughs>
3: Kevin Nash won that at the next WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I just. I guess I never really thought about it. I was like, who's in? Yeah, because it's usually going to be who's there. It's all scientists, who's right? Who's in charge
0: down there? Someone has to be in charge. Yeah, it's just
3: scientists. The scientists there, yeah. so they,
0: probably the treaty makes sense about who's allowed to stay for how long.
2: That's well, a, that's
0: one name that I'll never mispronounce. Right? That's
2: there, a movie it, we need is like the uh, the penguins. Well, okay, there's plenty of movies about penguins, yeah. but like <laughs> the penguin <laughs> that is actually in charge of Antarctica and like you know, I don't know. It's just sounds and a <laughs> and that and having to deal with not not getting. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the penguin wanting to get in on the treaty. That's the whole thing. I mean, it'd have to be Pixar,
0: I think. It'd have to be Pixar to make it work. But Like straight to below freezing. Pixar does need an Antarctica movie. yeah We're giving ideas. Okay, so this is a, a, a very exciting portion of the uh, a podcast here, guys. And this is your first uh, go with the, go out of here, Melissa. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the name Of the country song of the year in nineteen ninety-five. Okay. This is the I'm gonna give you the name and you're going to try and guess what the song is about. Okay, so you only get the name and you just you can you can do it as, as sharply or as goofily as you'd like to. It's it's entirely up to you. But I am going to have you go first because you are the least prepared to do this because you probably didn't even know this was coming and you almost certainly didn't know this was coming.
2: Okay. Right, I don't, so have, we'll to tell you, I don't have to tell you who sang it or anything, right? No, I think he might tell no, you. No, I'm
0: going to give you all that. Oh, <laughs> I'm awesome. Give you all that. Okay. Okay. So now the number one country song in 1995 by a performer you guys should know, Tim McGraw. I think you've heard of Tim McGraw before. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was written written by Jeb Stuart Anderson. Okay. Steve Dukes and Mark Hall, three gentlemen took to write this one. It's called I Like It, I Love It, is the name of the song. It's called I Like It, I Love It. Now, it looks like you may know the song, Melissa.
2: I think, but who knows? So that
0: will ha- is, this, is, this is not a, an unfamiliar song. Joe, do you know the song I Like It, I Love It? Have you heard the song before? Is it in like a, a, a commercial for like Fridays or it something? Okay. I like so that's, it. that's my relationship with
2: it. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it.
0: Okay, yeah, that's right? it. So is now, what it? do you think? Yeah, what do you think the song's about? I like it. I love it. I want some more of it.
2: Oh, he's talking about that beef, like Angus beef, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> like, or he's talking <laughs> about like no, not or. We need or. <laughs> yeah, a- Angus like, beef is Angus, a, is a good like a guess, name. I don't know. I know the song. I don't know this music video, but the music video probably is him on a horse. Maybe not on a horse. He's probably by like a. Um, you know, what am I, I was going to say a bench, but a fence, that's what I was going for. Like arm up, arm up on a fence and he's singing about, I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. And he's just got a whole herd of cattle behind him.
0: Uh, uh, And he's pointing at the cattle. Okay. All right. Maybe he's doing a little cow tipping too. (laughs) Hopefully not. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Okay. All right. That's a good, good guess as any around here. We've, Certainly heard way more. Yeah, uh, I mean, way, some right, of these have still, gone yeah. so far left, yeah. it's like I'm not sure people know what words mean. So
3: I don't good. know yeah. any
2: more of that song other than that, yeah. that line. Yeah. So I'm trying to think what the next yeah. line is, because I guarantee you the next line tells you what that song is. And now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think he's like Angus Beef. <laughs> I don't think yeah. he says <laughs> that I mean, in there. Might. There might be somebody uh, in the background, though, that says it.
0: <laughs> Adam, Adam, you're up next here. What do, what do you think? Uh, what do you think? I like it. I love It is about?
1: Uh, I, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it short because uh, I, I also don't know any more words of that song. Um, I think that what he likes and loves and wants some more of is that that sweet country booty. I think I think it's all about uh, the, the
0: sweet country booty.
1: I think it's the girl who's who's working the farm with him, and he's like, "Yep, I want me some of that." So that's I'm gonna All keep right. it there. I'm gonna okay. End right there, I think that's what it's about. I
2: think it's like All I right. tried so hard.
1: Yeah, I think that. I think those are the next lines, but I don't know what comes after that. They're uh. in there. They're
3: in there. All right, Joe. Yeah, I mean, I think the music video is exactly what Melissa said. Just at a bar, and he's just being an absolute creep, picking out <laughs> women in the bars. <laughs> Like wow. just raiding them as he goes oh, with yeah. his he, like so scumbag he's, we're, friends. We're
0: going real like like toxic masculinity. Yeah, like he's here. like
3: right. he's like flipping a roofie like you flip a quarter. Oh, oh. He's, oh just kid. picking <laughs> who he's dropping. Oh, he's, I know nothing about Tim McGraw. I feel bad if he's not a scumbag, but his, that's what I'm.
0: He's drugging them too. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's, he's, It's dark. It's, it's, yeah, it, yeah, this is way, that's way more than
3: toxic masculinity. That's just that's just crime. Yeah.
2: How Tim McGraw did not get canceled.
3: I don't know if yeah. the country music people get canceled. Well, because, because what, he, what
1: he liked and loved was Faith Hill, and then they got together. There you was, go. All... There you go. Much, oh, he much was married to Faith wholesome. Hill? Yes, still, oh, still married. Still married. Really? Oh, yeah. oh, I like Faith oh, yeah. Hill. All right. All right,
0: so he was just creeping on him. No drugging. No yeah. crime. <laughs> okay. All right, so I do think I I can declare an actual winner here. Adam, I think you're going to... Uh, I think you won this round here. He certainly uh, likes and loves the country booty, uh, as you put it. Uh, but it is... Yeah, no, this is... um this is uh he, he he likes it he loves it he wants some more of it I, I think he's definitely talking about about loving here okay if, uh, we'll put it that way if the the, the nice way this is I think Tim McGraw has sex on the mind here, but here's here's how the song goes. And I, I, I love this song personally, uh, and you probably know it from a commercial. I think it was a like a mac and cheese, like a Kraft macaroni Oh, really? Commercial. Because I'm, I'm yeah. like picturing like meat on no, like a flame. It was, it was, oh, it's yeah, mac and cheese? Snack. It was oh, definitely a snack. Oh, interesting. But I think it's been in a couple different differences. Well, okay. here we go. And I like the song, too, because talk about the Braves. Any song that mentions the Braves, I, I Oh, it does? Like uh, cool. Here we go. Oh, There's also some great intentionally poor grammar in this one, too. So don't blame me. Blame Mr. McGraw. Spent $48 last night at the county fair. I throwed out my shoulder, but I won her that teddy bear. She's got me saying, sugar pie, honey, darlin' and dear. I ain't seen the Braves play a game all year. I'm going to get fired if I don't get some sleep. My long lost buddies say I'm getting in too deep, but I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. I try so hard. I can't rise above it. Don't know what it is about that little girl's loving, but I like it. I love it. I want, I want some, some more of, of, it. of it. Yep. Not you sure
2: go. how I feel about the line "little girls lovin'." <laughs> I think that's sound... a
0: southern. I think eh. that's a southern thing.
3: Eh, it's not the great. South still doesn't like the, the South
1: and the French man. They really got to work on their verbiage.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, uh,
1: how
3: old
0: is this girl at the fair, Tim? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know why you guys have to go there. Uh, but uh, I, I I'm guess, still I guess... not
2: convinced it could still be about cows. Just saying.
0: <laughs> it, it could be, Melissa. You might have won also. So I, maybe we'll call it a tie. Um, all right. Uh, so there we go. Uh, the movie we're talking about today, believe it or not, is Tommy Boy. Hell yeah. There are and cows. There, there are cows in Tommy Boy. There are cows. It's directed by Peter Siegel, who also directed... Uh, Fifty-first dates, which was in one of our yeah, that was in our rom com -com pool. Uh, Naked Gun thirty-three and a third, which is one of the more annoying movie titles, and the longest yard starring Kevin Nash. He directed that, so tie that back. uh, Tie that back. Everything's full circle today. Now, have you heard of My Spy, Joey? It's another one he directed from twenty twenty. It's a Dave Bautista. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, He's. Yes, I've seen My Spy, and I guess there's sequels to that, too. Yeah. So this guy's still out there making movies. Good so for good, him. Good for him. Music by David Newman, who was up for an Oscar at one point. Original score for Anastasia, which I think is an animated movie. Yeah. 1998. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, so really? it certainly was not up for an Oscar in this one. Uh, it was written by a, uh, a husband and wife duo, Bonnie and Terry Turner. Uh, they're uh, SNL writers also around oh that time. makes sense uh, it was a Lorne Michaels production there a cinematography by Victor J. Kemper who did uh, Joey I think this was your recommend on 1001 by 1 this week Clue oh yeah nice. absolutely also Norman Jewison's Injustice for All and Sidney Lumet's Dog Day Afternoon wow cinematographer shit.
4: wow okay. <laughs> what a career
0: <laughs> the cinematographer of Tommy Boy also was the cinematographer of Dog Day Afternoon who knew Tracks. Film editing by William Kerr. Uh, Tommy Boyd starring Chris Farley, David Spade, Brian Dennehy, Bo Derrick, Julie Warner, and Rob Lowe was nominated for exactly zero Oscars. (laughs) What a shame. Uh, No Golden Globes either. It was up for a Razzie. Did you see this, Joe? Yeah, Bo Derrick. little mean. It's so
1: so Supporting
0: actress Bo Derrick. Come on. Did she do enough to to get a
1: Razzie nomination? I I don't... I mean, it's... (sighs) No, I, 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 that's 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 really lame. I think that's I think that's just like a weird cheap shot at Bo Derek. I, that's what
2: I would.
3: That's think. Yeah, all it I is. Agree. That's I agree. That feels personal. Like her mm-hmm. abusive husband makes her cut her hair, so let's
0: take shots at her more. Like fuck the Razzies here. Yeah, the, l- a little mean. I thought. Um, it did take home uh, an MTV Movie Award though. Oh, great! Yeah, there is important. a fun one here. Uh, so it was nominated for Best Comedic Performance. Uh, which it did not win. It, um, Jim Carrey won that for Ace Ventura When Nature Calls. So Tom, Tommy... Okay. Uh, Tommy. Chris Farley was up for that and did not win. Uh, Jim Carrey brought that one in. It won Best On-Screen Duo. Uh, Spade and Farley. Yeah, that, that tracks. I like that. Here are the other movies that it beat here. Okay, because it beat some some ringers here. Bad Boys. So Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Toy Story. Tim Allen and Tom Hanks. <laughs> I don't know if Tom Hanks went to that ceremony. Yeah, I don't think Probably he was not. at the MTV
3: Movie Awards. Yeah. That year.
0: Um, Friday for Ice, oh, wow. Ice Cube and Chris Tucker. And the movie that bizarrely took home movie of the year at the MTV Movie Awards. Uh, Adam, I think if I'm not mistaken, it was the number one movie on your list. Seven. Seven won an MTV Movie Award. I'm, I'm fine with all these decisions. Was that top on your top 10 list seven? I know it was on it.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. I wow. mean, hey, MTV Movie Awards showing some taste there. That's kind rare. of a dark. Uh, <laughs> movie. I love it. <laughs>
3: Good job, MTV. The, see, this is when MTV Movie Awards were, s- were relevant. They were just firing on all c- cylinders.
0: Yeah, Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt there. So, But it was David Spade and Chris Farley who won it. Now, I specifically remember this movie awards just because of two of the categories. Best Fight yep. was Bob Barker and, uh, and Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler, yep. And Best Kiss was the kiss from Species. Right. Where, you know, she, I guess the, the tongue goes out the back. Uh. And so I remember both of those winning. Yeah. Anyway, 7.1 on IMDb for... Tommy Boy, twenty million dollar budget, and it brought home thirty two point six million. A Little low, not a big, uh, not a big box yeah, office deal. It weird. made its money back, but not. A, I would have thought it would have been more than that.
3: This just feels like something that just lived and exploded through VHS and Blockbuster. Yeah, and I,
1: I agree, and I think I think post post Wayne's World, but also post Jim Carrey comedies. I mean, you know, Billy Madison. I mean, Adam Sandler was taken. There's off just so and, much, and uh, and Mike Myers and Jim Carrey. I mean, there's there were there were quite a lot of comedies at this time.
3: And a lot of SNL comedies. Yeah. So, and everybody knew they would come. You know, they weren't going to disappear for months. They'd be right onto a VHS tape. So,
1: yeah, I,
0: I think I think that's it too. Is that it, it had that it had that video rental right surge, uh, and the critic the critics did kind of. It's on Ebert's most hated list. Yeah, they lambasted it a bit, and uh, I mean that's why we're talking about here today because it was sub fifty on the, uh, yeah, on, I the mean, on the critics. Still, the critics
3: there. just but, don't know what the hell they're talking about sometimes. Yeah,
0: Adam, this is your and, and Melissa's pick here, so I'm going to kick it off to you guys. Uh, opening thoughts on Tommy Boy here. Get, get us started
1: uh, right away as this movie starts. You know, it it there are this movie is going to be way more known for uh, obviously it's it's comic set pieces. It's it's really great earned over the top performance from Chris Farley and and all, all of those things. But the movie starts and it's the thing that I really, really focused on this time was it's a, it's a well-made movie. Um, (laughs) everything really kind of works together. Um, you're going to hear me talk a lot about the score and the editing, actually. But I I got to tell you, I think that this movie hums from beginning to end. And yeah, I, I, I just I it was just a wonderful, wonderful road to go back down with uh, with these characters.
0: Yeah. How about for you, Melissa? Um,
2: Well, I, I did many times comment on the score of this movie. I I loved. But I also like the physical comedy that comes out of this movie is just so fantastic and also like I feel like we like actually miss that today like we don't see mm. that kind of comedy and it was just so refreshing to see it and I think that that's what made it like laugh out loud funny it's just how like on the nose amazing the physical comedy was in this movie
0: and and I I think that we've been missing that since 1997 when he passed because Chris Farley uh, he is such a unique performer and there's nothing that he's doing that is that like outside of the box unique. It's just his his execution of it and his delivery of doing it. I mean, physical comedy has been going on since Buster Keaton, you know, right. like so it. it uh, Charlie Chaplin, you know, so it's not like he's you know f- falling on your ass is that you know falling through a table after a bong hit is that like. Dynamic, But he just has a way about doing it. Just like saying like a line like Tommy want wingy, you know, (laughs) who else could deliver that line and make me smile? You know,
3: it's because it's all the heart and like the vulnerability behind it, that it all feels like you're always rooting for him no matter what. And, you know, a lot of guys could fall through tables, but you feel when he falls through the table, but not as many people could do that and then do the... You know, the scene on the on the sailboat where he's crying like that and like the fact that I'm all
0: 100 percent in on both of those. The guy is a fucking master. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Adam, Chris Farley as like a uh, as an entity here. What are your top? What are your go to Chris Farley's here? If you had to kind of rank them or if you had to rush more it, where's what's joining Tommy Boy in that upper echelon? Because this is certainly the peak for him.
1: Yeah, so okay, so this is going to be this is my this is a personal Mount Rushmore because I because yeah, honestly yeah. his um his films weren't like where he was a big a big part of were not that great. I mean, after this it's just not you know, it, it, he doesn't make the best films after this and and of course he doesn't make too many more. So, personal personal Chris Farley Mount Mount Rushmore would be this. Tommy Boy, Chippendales, motivational speaker. And his very small part in Wayne's World Two, uh, though that would be my Chris Farley Mount Rushmore.
0: The van down by the river has to. Uh, it's all I, time. To, yeah. yeah.
1: It, there is a lot of.
0: One of you guys mentioned this as being like an SNL movie, or or, or that there were SNL movies, and and this is an SNL movie. But it's it's the, the typical SNL movie it's a character is like from the show. Yeah, is a direct right. character from the show, like it's Pat or it's uh, Ladies Man or Ladies Man. Uh, I mean. Um Waynes, Wayne's There's probably a Chris Catan movie too. Oh. Wayne's World, yeah. Oh, there was the Knight of the, the Roxbury. Roxbury. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So this is him taking all of his characters and kind of putting it into a new character, but using the are like falling to the table and uh, you know, the his his short answers and his... Just his, his whole energy and like... Yeah, likes- even the the uh, the guy, uh, the movie host, the you know, remember when... Uh, that, that was, was awesome. awesome. You know, like you can see a little bit of that yeah. guy in there. So it, in many ways, this is kind of like a, a, an SNL movie peaking in itself. Right. Because they were creative about how they were doing it not just kind of cookie-cuttering. It. And they
3: they let him cut because he'd always been the guy who creates characters. Like every documentary you watch... And they let him just kind of build into this, and it's great, and that's why it stands out. That's why, like, you know, who? When was the last time someone watched The Ladies' Man? But <laughs> Tommy Boy, everybody knows, yeah. and loves,
0: and watches. Any other Chris Farley's were missing, Joe, that you have in there? Is, did Adam kind of nail that? Yeah, I mean, I, I really love Black Sheep, but I understand them. You know, it's
3: it's it's a lesser among them, but no. And I love him in Airheads, his 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 sketchy cop.
0: Yeah, and uh, now uh, for rewind uh, twenty five fifty two, uh, Grant was uh, was Beverly on, and Hills. you guys did uh, Beverly Hills Cop or Beverly Hills Ninja. Yep, not Beverly Hills Cop. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, we, we sure did.
0: Yeah, and and you know, I, I realize that you know, as you watch it as an adult, and there's probably some problematic natures to that movie, but I just remember as a kid just. I love Absolutely it. loving the hell out of that. Yeah, because you, know you know what? Like
3: now you see like that it's the movie making fun of him where Tommy Boy at no point is making fun of him. Yeah. And that's yeah.
0: why it's just, it's wonderful across the board. Yeah. And now is that, again? that would be 97. So that was probably right before he passed, right?
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm always curious when you see like, because um, he voiced Shrek before he died? Before, yeah. And like you kind of see that come up sometimes that they released, you know, at some point it's leaked or whatever. It's such, it's so interesting
0: how different that would have been. Yeah, and that would have probably propelled him into the next stage of his career, where he's kind of right. more of a, a blockbuster uh, entity there. Um, and it wasn't like an accent Shrek either; it was just Chris Farley, yeah. like doing his kind of genuine Chris Farley voice to it. What's like your earliest memory of of Chris Farley when, when if you're looking back on him, what's like kind of the first thing you, that you go to? I, I, as it's, a kid,
1: it's definitely Tommy Boy. I mean, I wasn't, I, I didn't, you know, when, when all of those guys Spade and Farley and Sandler. You know, when they were all on SNL, I was too young to even really know what SNL was. But these movies um, were kind of always like from a very young age were always in my life. So it it definitely was Tommy Boy, and then like I'd go back and rewatch Wayne's World. He has a small part in Wayne's World. Airheads, small part. You know, like and I would spot him in other things, but but easily it was it was Tommy Boy first and foremost. This is my Chris Farley memory.
0: Yeah, Melissa, how about you?
2: I I never watched. Saturday Night. I was not a Saturday Night Live person. I was a what do you call it? Oh,
1: good, good. You can remember the <laughs> name. I believe you're Mad TV. Mad TV.
3: Mad TV.
2: There, there we go. <laughs> um, Don't but, admit that. Um, I I do love Chevy Chase, and I I've seen like clips and pieces of um, Saturday Night Live with them together. But I it was Wayne's World because Adam inter- introduced me to these movies again, like in college and seeing him as these i mean brief characters but talk about like memorable <laughs> like you just remember them i would say Wayne's world the the is the second one
1: well, the first one he's in both
2: okay i thought he was in the first one but um anyways yeah that's i would say Wayne's world is what i really know know him from
0: i had like a vhs tape of like best of snl 93 94 oh, yeah. Those so cool i i was that. as you know i was too young to Watch it when it was live, but because I had that cassette tape, you know, I'm kind of in middle school. I'm watching a lot of that, and then and um, Comedy Central also used to play.
3: They used to play the SNLs. Yeah, they would after do like school and stuff. yeah, they yeah. would do like oh Chris Farley episode because I watched a lot of those SNL stuffs, and then also Coneheads is another one he had. He was in briefly that he was another past tournament, yeah, loser. But you know, he's funny in it as the as the daughter's boyfriend.
0: Uh, but my my first memory of him though is as. Uh, the motivational speaker. That's like that's what I knew what I knew him as. The the van down by the right. river, the fixing oh, the belt and doing the whole uh doing the whole so shit. Matt there. Foley, right? Yeah, Matt yep. Foley, right. Yep. Yeah. That, that never uh never got all kinds It's, old me as a kid. it's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. yeah.
3: It's unbelievable.
0: But now shifting gears to David Spade. Uh kind of an interesting character, an interesting career. Uh with David Spade thoughts, Joe. Honestly, good for him for
3: still working forever. Like, he has always (laughs) stayed involved in doing stuff. And I'm not 100% sure how, but he has made his his career. He's always in things, like, and he's always around. And honestly, good for him. Like, he's kind of the sarcastic little guy. You know, he kind of stayed true to what worked, and people kept giving him lots of money for it. So, good for him. I, I, I. You know, I, I've never got been like, oh, a David Spade movie. I'm gonna go see
0: it, but like, oh, I'm happy to see him. Yeah, I mean the, you know, the Joe Dirt's and the uh, the grown ups and that's that. Uh, even is he benchwarmers? All benchwarmers. Yeah. Yep. So like that, I'm not. I don't think I've seen any of those. I, maybe I've probably seen Joe Dirt, uh, but so I don't really have. I like much grown, of a I like relationship. The first grown-ups. Yeah, I don't have much relationship with him beyond the, those SNL years. Uh, well, he's, how, he's how also about,
3: in a lot of sitcoms. Uh,
0: okay with like spin city or
3: uh no he's just shoot me just shoot me then he did one about like rules of engagement
0: i think it's called Mm -hmm. like just (laughs) just shoot me it was an aptly named show
3: i was gonna say Uh,
2: i remember uh, him from tv but i can't tell you what tv shows i remember him on but i remember him like that's how i first knew him from like a couple
3: years ago he
0: had like a late night show too (laughs) hmm Oh, yeah. on Comedy Central. Yeah, Which yeah. I was, never saw. It was but... not good. It was not good. Oh, really? Adam, the David Spade thoughts? Would throw something out there.
1: I mean, I, I, the his, his sarcasm, um, is kind of what made him what he was, and and I don't think he's ever been funnier than he was in this. Um, I agree. Joe Dirt, when I was like twelve, was, was funny. Um, and and it's you know it's got some silly moments now. Um. Uh, I actually think Christopher Walken is the best part of Joe Dirt, but um, um, <laughs> I agree with you. But uh, no, I think I think Spade had an avenue, and um, and and he's always kind of stuck to it. And and I'm kind of with Joe, like good for him. I guess you 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 crafted a career uh, around that. Um, but like he he was absolutely never as funny as he was in this. This this was this was this was the peak for David Spade.
3: And, and, you know, he's also done the right—like, any interview, he always credits Farley with everything. Like, he never tries to pretend he was something that he wasn't. He was always like, yeah, no, I needed—me uh, and him, and I needed him. Like, yeah. he's always really—so, like, I think as a person, he's appreciative that, like, you know, he was friends with Farley and Adam Sandler. He had, you know—so, was so I, I he's also—like, he's not—doesn't think he's higher than he is, so I appreciate that about him, too. Yeah, I think his success was certainly
0: floated by his other cast members.
3: Sure. But, on he, SNL.
0: but he gets that. Because it, I mean, but once you get out of that era of SNL, though, it's not like common that someone goes on to have much success. I mean, Will Ferrell, of course, right. But other than him, none of those other guys really went on uh, for much. I mean, I mean, you have like your talk show hosts, like Jimmy Fallon and, right, but, and Seth Meyers or whatever. Right, but, but, yeah. but
3: it's all like the you know the the late
0: night stuff into it. Like yeah, it's, that it's, early it's, '90s crew really, really. kind
3: They all had stuff. stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, because even Tim Meadows is around still, popping up in sitcoms and whatnot. He was just in the
0: Goldbergs for years. Yeah. Uh, what what moments of this movie, guys? Like this go around. Um, obviously, there's there isn't a lot of nostalgia to it, and a lot of like you know, re- as Adam you said, scenes are starting and you could just recite the lines before they're even being said. <laughs> which which kind of comedic moments here really stood out for you this time that you could could just go back and and just just belly laugh at.
1: I mean, do you want to go first?
2: Oh God, there's so many, but I do have to say, like, and I don't mean this to sound mean by any means, but I could watch, I could watch him run all day, like the way (laughs) he puts his full body into it, which uh, just it is just amazing. And so I loved the opening where it's like we see this little tiny boy running, and you know he's throwing meat to a dog, or you know jumping over a fence or whatever, and then it flashes and all of a sudden we see Tommy as an adult doing the same thing but I was laughing so hard just like watching him run like arms <laughs> legs head, like everything is just like flailing about the first time that
1: Farley and Spade are on screen and and he's getting off the plane oh and uh God. and they, they reconnect and um he's like I I did call earlier w- uh, when uh using the phone you did what number did you call Two, four. <laughs> Niner, niner five. I mean, it just is. It's so it's so fucking funny. And Chris Farley could be Chris Farley, and and you know that a lot of people go to college for seven years. I know they're called doctors. Like it's like it's just <laughs> there's so much coming at you when like, they first are on screen. It's just it,
2: God. What what were you calling from? A walkie talkie or something? Talkie, <laughs> yeah. Like- yeah. Did
0: I did I catch a did I catch a niner in there? Was it? <laughs> And then he just starts saying five, six, seven, <laughs> eight, nine. Uh, yeah, very, very good, very good stuff. Uh, I, one thing that I was really struck by was how many like innocuous lines that are just—they're just lines of dialogue. They're not—they're not anything more than words on a paper that he makes funny just by just by saying them. Like it—that it, it, to me is that's comedy. Like that's, yeah. that's when comedy works. Will Ferrell's got a little bit of that. In, you, in take too, and you take nothingness and make take nothing and make it funny. So something, when the, he's on the sailboat, um, and, and the kids are heckling oh him. Oh my God. And he just, you know, he responds, he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he turns, he goes, they, they keep, they keep interrupting us. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I'm just, I'm just dying. with are little, little rascals, huh? Those are little rascals. Uh, it, there's something about how he, how he can deliver a line that is just so unique. And, and I. I you know, I have to look at it and say like I genuinely think this is a type of role that absolutely no one else could have played. I agree. You can't replace him with anybody. It just no. this movie would
3: be terrible if you No, he's like the, you know the the one gif I use, I have like one funny gif where he says no the idea. No idea. Anyone else it's just <laughs> a thing that you don't think about. He says it, you send that that gif out. Everyone hysterically laughs when they get it. With that ill-fitting uh the rugby shirt, rugby that, shirt that, look, yeah. that he had in high school. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's so funny. Um the one scene that He's like, I've seen this so many times. The one scene that, like, I I just lost it at times is the entire time in the prehistoric diner. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, it, it's so much with, like, the fight. And then, it, you know, when he's, like, apologizing that in there and the whole, like, not here and here. Like, I knew it beat by beat. But for some reason, this time, it just killed me. I was, like, crying, laughing so hard at Ripping it. Ripping apart the dinner roll. Oh, the, my God.
2: And I kill it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, and I think I had a, a reaction like that. But during the. Um, the airplane scene where they're stewardess. Oh my stewards, god! Yeah, you know. Oh god, I I was like, I think I was like almost crying during that entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was just crazy and, like, and I feel
1: like the the when they're on the plane, that's such a it's a great moment when they're both being funny because Chris Farley can do all the comedic stuff, and then David Spade's doing like uh, life reservers. These we may need, although what are the odds of us actually hitting water? <laughs> if I bet it's anything, it's gonna be a mountain. It's just. <laughs> It's fucking <laughs> right. hysterical.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this, this too good. The iconic, my uh, monologue with the car oh. and the and the desk and the and the setting on, it on fire and uh, it just I mean it's just wonderful. Like it, it, it's it's almost like that little set piece there is just it, it exists within itself. Get out of my of office! Yeah, you know, yeah, and the 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 timing of the get out of my oh. office is just perfect. Okay, let's go. Um, that you, scene when he's burning said... alive, we're burning. Do you validate? <laughs> do you validate? We're, right? we're burning! <laughs> Here comes the meat wagon. All because you chose <laughs> someone else's brakes. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Denny is wonderful in this film. So
3: good, so <laughs> fucking funny. Like, just the like classic smart, wise-ass guy who just made it and is, is so good. And uh.
1: This this movie is as good as it is, I think, because Brian Dennehy is in it. Um, and I don't know if people like, he has a strong theater. He has two Tony Award wins. He's done a, a shitload of stage work. Um, and 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 it's so great that they find somebody who gets to be when him and Chris Farley do that sumo hug when they first reconnect. It's like oh, holy shit, so good. Brian Dennehy is matching Chris Farley's level. It's yeah. it's perfect. It's like it's some of the best relational casting I think I've seen in a movie. And also, young Chris Farley, you mentioned uh, the opening with oh, the, is yeah. great too.
0: Yeah, totally. You could see you could just see how much fun he's having being in this movie. Uh, you know, it's certainly departure from, you know, from from uh, first blood. Yeah. You know, but um, it, uh, it uh, a Long Island guy, Shyamalan, yeah. right? Yeah, Shyamalan guy, big time Shyamalan. Yeah. When he dies, it's like, oh God, I, I, you know, yeah. you feel it because you want him to continue on in this movie.
3: Yeah. So I, I know when they're when they're doing the song and dance, I'm so happy, but I'm like bummed at the same time, as I'm like, oh, this dynamic is is over now. And oh, I see. Because I, I love so much of it. I had
2: no, I, I completely forgot that even happened. So when it did happen, I was. like. <laughs> I think I yelled, oh my God. No, no, no. I'm pretty saying. sure we
1: paused the movie at the funeral to take a second.
2: Yes. I yep. was, I did not think that that was going to happen. So that, that, God, this movie, you have laughs. You have like the like punch in the gut moment where yeah. the dad dies. You're just like, holy shit. I don't know. This, I love this movie. How did this movie not get like, Golden Globe or an Oscar?
0: I don't, I, I, good, good question. Good question. <laughs> just, a, just an Oscar to manage that type of emotionality in a in a what's a, a physical comedy is is pretty is pretty great. Um, you guys mentioned you guys all mentioned the score uh, and the score is. It's it's not um, it's not picking its spots. It's certainly it's going full force. They're throwing everything they can at you. There's some really killer needle drops in this one. Like just some like the, I'm always I've said this in the past. I'm always a sucker for characters singing along in, in cars. And oh, singing my along that the songs. scene is the, the three that they rattle off there when they're when they're singing in Spanish. I just uh, I <laughs> it's just amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, the the carpenter song where yep. they're you know this is kind of lame but you know we'll hang with it i'm they're okay gonna, with it crying. if you're okay with it <laughs> oh my god it's great stuff and the and the um you know the rem gag is an all time gag too yeah. it's just you know that who who didn't actually live that you know exactly like, okay i don't know what he's saying here by the by the the music department really just going all in they they definitely helped themselves out quite a bit in this and you too. know what everybody just went all in with this
3: movie and i think like the like full commitment you get dennehy just singing dancing the sumo hug like everybody's in everybody is having fun everybody gives a shit and
0: that's why everybody loves it this is our a first-time uh, movie here for uh, one of our performers here. I don't believe we've discussed a Rob Lowe movie yet. We have not. Uh, I think he's making his, his BPC debut with this oh, one. Lowe. Um, Adam, Melissa, General Rob Lowe thoughts.
1: In my mind, Rob Lowe pretty much exists as the, the, su- the somewhat villain in these kind of movies because he <laughs> got to throw in Wayne's World. Yeah. Wayne's um, World, yeah. Of course. But he's, but he's Parks and Rec. I mean, that's, yeah, he, and, and, and kind of flipping his whole persona in the, in the 2010s and, and becoming this really lovable, funny guy, it's pretty sticky, but I, you know, I think, I think there's some funny stuff. I think I, well, and, and I don't know if this is going to come up, but you know, the original idea for this was that his, the, the original movie was supposed to be him and Farley, as brothers. And like, that yeah. was the conceit of the movie. And then it totally changed. Um
3: Really? Yeah. Yeah. That was how it was supposed to be that's how it's written so
0: what was the what was like the plot arc there what were they going to do with they it they were
3: brothers it was this road trip comedy but they were brothers but the, yeah in but, some then, capacity. but then the relationship
1: yeah. with spade on SNL it, it 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 changed It had a different name too um, yes And Fred Wolf Who was an SNL cast member And writer Came on And, and did a lot of Script doctoring From the original uh, Version of it To basically And even basically Rob Lowe Was suit. involved
0: in it changing Yeah Was Spade not going to be Involved at all Or was he just kind of Going to be a, a, a Tertiary not, character Not initially Oh so he yeah. They yeah.
2: like rewrote him into it yeah. Okay. They,
0: yeah Oh yeah They changed everything Yeah uh, probably a good move, I would say. Um, that the, I mean, that chemistry between it's the two of them—it's all time. Yeah, that's it is all time in the comedy genre for sure. Uh, Roblo, uh, you know, I don't see. I'm I've never done Parks and Rec, so I don't oh, have that oh. relationship with him. So I love Parks and Rec. My yeah. relationship with him is kind of that early '90s thing. He's like you said, Wayne's World. Of course, I think it's he's a saxophonist a- from Saint Almost Fire. <laughs> As stated in a previous podcast, I have no relationship with the St. Elves fire fire either. You know, that early nineties Roblo, I kind of prefer him in Wayne's world to this one. I just think that, Character that's just a little bit of a better heel. I, it feels like they didn't know what to do with him in this movie a little bit. Like it they was, like
3: didn't want to go too sleazy. Yeah, they went, it was the f- sleaziest of
0: characters. And then then the, the the he drinks milk, so you know he's a bad guy. Uh, there it is. I knew it was coming. That's he's introduced as. Yeah, I was like, oh well, he's clearly a milk. bad
1: guy. <laughs> oh my god! But so when he knows, loves his milk. When he hits that kid in the face, it's fucking and fucking The milk carton <laughs> into the fucking bassinet. It's, that was just <laughs> amazing. just
3: <laughs> he's he's very funny. I'm, I love Rob Lowe. Parks' wreck is where I've you know he's he was on a, like a serious show, like West Wing, I think, but I never oh, watched that's
1: that. Right? Oh, West Wing is great, and
3: he, I've never seen that, but I know he that was like his big comeback after all his troubles, um, you know, in the early '90s, late '80s. So and also
0: he, plays a uh, a beloved character on uh, in in Stephen King's uh, The Stand. Oh, is that the true? Series, yeah. Oh, he's, okay. uh, he plays Nick Andrews, So he's kind of. A, a beloved character in that in that oh, book, He does great. a really good a good job at it too. So I know him from that also. One of the things they did with his character and kind of having the the slapsticky, um, you know, get electrocuted and go flying like that that kind of stuff is does that, that that gets a little eye rolly for me. Um, I it's thought fine. that they could have wrote, written that character a little better and just kind of it, it's. I don't know that the movie needs a heel. It clearly doesn't because they don't do a whole lot with him in Bo Derek. They're kind of just there. Um, it's just there just to switch another foil. I forgot about the whole mother son. Oh, really? Oh, that that's something. So you know, I just that I I I knew the the that the Bo Derrick's character was gonna be the but I, I you forgot how I forgot the romance. I didn't I didn't remember the romance episode. The like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. And they're obviously going for that. But right. uh yeah, but so that 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 was kind of a, a fun little shocker there. How about you Melissa? did you did you remember remember that portion or did you get a little shock out of it? No, that one I
2: definitely got shock. I didn't remember that. And I was <laughs> I was very much grossed out. <laughs> by it. Um there's so much about this movie that I feel like I that like was ingrained that I totally remember, and then there was a also equally so much that I just didn't remember so it was so enjoyable watching it but that grossed me out i, was like, I don't i don't think that's an uh, ugh, ugh, i don't even want to think about it and i know that they were like husband and wife and that they were playing as mother and son but i just i didn't like it
0: no <laughs> yeah it was it was an odd little an odd little trick to play on the audience there for uh, for a laugh but right? um, cow tipping now us New Yorkers have certainly heard uh, rumors, myths and rumors of this being a thing. I think well, uh,
2: I, I upstate could New
0: Yorkers are I think are, are the, what are your guys familiarity with with, uh, this with is cow not,
2: tipping? This is not the first time we've seen a movie that talked about cow tipping. And every time I'm like, Adam, have you been cow tipping? And he's like, no. And I'm like, I have. <laughs> But
0: you have, Melissa. Oh, you have oh, been this cow tipping.
2: Yes. Well, we come from a, a small. Uh, we come from a rural farm, farm town area. Now let me tell you, I have been cow tipping. Never tipped a cow. <laughs> many times. Uh, many times. I make it sound like I've done this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Many times she's she's lost her amateur status. Um, she's I think twice to, get, like, to a professional level.
2: Two times I've done it. The first time I went, it was somebody's property. That any everybody I was with, it was not their property, so we definitely were trespassing. And the the boys did it or, or tried to. The cow didn't budge, and the cow wasn't even asleep. The cow was awake, <laughs> so that that didn't work. The second time was at my friend's house, and she. The cows were sleeping, at least I think it was. It was very dark at night, so you really can't see. And we tried, and we slipped and fell in manure. Like, it was the worst. Much like oh, uh,
0: much like Tommy
2: Boy. And, well, that's what you
3: get for trying to fuck with a sleeping cow. And
2: <laughs> it's like, I think I was like 10 or 11, and uh, yes, it was just like that. But I had like clo- clo- uh, clogs, or cr- it's not Crocs, but they yeah. were a shoe back in the Clogs. Day. And... I lost one in the manure, and so I ended up having to just go back with one shoe. But um, after, like, years of, like, learning what – or, you know, hearing about cow tipping, I'm pretty sure it is a, like, urban legend or – you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's actually a thing. Like, I don't know anybody that has successfully tipped a cow. I mean, I've had people say they did, but I've never seen it. And I, I guess I've yeah. actually been cow tipping, and it's been not successful twice. <laughs> so,
0: I don't know. The, that that was the closest story I've ever heard of, like a first-hand yeah, I've cow never tipping heard of uh, situation. But yeah, either. it's certainly a bit of an urban. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I almost went to school upstate in, in like the Albany area. And that's, I think, that supposedly is where, okay. where a lot of cow tipping goes on, upstate New York. From what I understand, is it's not very good for the cows. Well, no, not. because they might die if they can't get up.
2: But do cows yeah. even sleep standing? I don't even think they sleep standing is the thing. So that's why I'm like...
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I've never heard of a real story of this. It's just like, it's not good for cows. That's what yeah. I've heard. I would never uh, do it well, again.
2: And and yes, well, I think cows... Well, you were 10, cows, you were
3: 10, you were 10 so who cares? Well, let me yeah, say that. I, I don't
2: I, Successfully, yeah, we, I've never done it. So I don't want anybody thinking right. I've hurt a cow. I haven't.
0: Yeah. Cow <laughs> murderer <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> First you have Tim McGraw sizing up on these Angus cows. This oh is, not, and now this we is have, not looking good for me. <laughs> hey, we uh we don't support cow tipping or tipping of, of actual cows here, but you know, we uh, we
2: do share our life experiences yeah. here. That's, right.
0: That's... And we and I, if anybody has actually done it, please
3: let us know because I want to hear a real story. Because well, I've never and, and my Mike
2: my... And show video because <laughs> Yes, <agree>. you know, <laughs> I know of people that have said they've done it, but I don't I haven't seen it. So you know
3: yeah and even my my cousins grew up in vermont and we would go visit them and there's cows everywhere and you know kind of stories but nothing i'd be like all right let's go and nobody ever did so i I don't believe it's real
1: we gotta get to i mean when they hit the road there's just so many there's just so many great moments that happen i mean there's there's big moments and there's small moments i one of my favorite moments is when um they stop for gas and and uh Tommy backs up the car and the and the door basically bends <laughs> the other way. So we've got the physical comedy again of, of Farley in the what'd you do? but it shut. But then we got Spade, you know, talking to the guy. It's like, and you're really smart, yet it's not on the map. And then and that guy behind the counter fucking kills it. it it's 22 miles away. You're in the wrong state. Get yourself a new map. Like it's just. I, there are just so many great little moments that happen along the way that, I, I mean, it's just so, it's just, I don't know, it's just so damn funny.
0: And talking about gas station scenes, too, the the, the maniac uh, is another, that's just the number, another famous moment there when he's getting hosed down oh and doing God. the, is that, that's flash dance, I guess? Yeah, is it's that flash what, dance. Yeah. Oh, man, did just, I get
1: douched with mud? What a phrase. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And you know you could see that there was definitely enough of a, a, a chemistry there between the two of them to conceive of a movie, uh, right? You know, when he jumps over the coffee table. My brother's here. Um, he just brothers hug. Go, yeah, going all in on every line. Just he's absolutely, absolutely love it. Uh, a a great road trip movie. Great road trip movie. And I that's it's and you get to the
3: road trip in such like it's paced so well into it, and you're just don't take no for an answer,
0: and then just quick cuts of nose and okay. Now, can you guys help me out with the geography of this movie? I get something about this movie confuses me as to w- where they're traveling. They're starting off in in um, Ohio. In Ohio, yeah. Do they get to Michigan? Is that where they end up? Or they're going to Chicago? They go to Chicago. Yeah. Okay. And well, they go well. They go to Iowa, and then they come
3: back to Ohio. So there is a little bit of a and zigzag. Then they then they fly to Chicago. That's okay. when they that's when they're the flight attendants gotcha but, yeah, but they I, drive, I, I, they
1: try they're in they're in Ohio, Iowa and they have to go through Indiana to get cuz they they're in they drive to Michigan at some point right. so yeah
2: don't they go yeah, to there's a lot right of places.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the geography was making my head hurt a bit. I, I was having a <laughs> I didn't pay to, to be completely honest. I was like I'm just going to have fun with this, I'm not going to stress about this. I mean, that's absolutely the right approach. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just I guess I Well, normally I, can't, I would stress over that. I can't but. help myself. You're a little more familiar with those roads than I would be, uh, Adam. I have been to I uh, have been to Iowa before, but, you know, did not drive there. I've so. been to Ohio, been to Michigan, Chicago. I've, I've driven been to, to Iowa. Chicago, so I know that, like that. But once we get there, that's that. Uh, and Adam, you went to school in Indiana, right?
1: I sure did. I went, yeah, in, uh, and Indiana University, Indiana University in Bloomington. Yeah.
0: yeah. So you were getting some sorts of flashbacks from your days of uh, driving Indiana highways and rest stops.
1: Yeah, there's not a whole lot. Uh, on the roads there um in in the Midwest. Um that's that's I mean you you get you get to kind of a major city, but even the major cities sometimes feel like kind of kinda of small.
3: The next part is the deer. And them going <laughs> oh, the into, them going into a sales call with a deer in the back of the car is just hysterical because you know Spade's character is just thinking about that the entire time. And the fact that's a successful call makes it even better. <laughs> <laughs> right. What do we we take it to the vet, right? <laughs> like, you take a dead deer to the vet, and, and then why the, not? When the deer pops up in their reactions, it's just so funny every fucking time.
0: I can't with the with the deers and the and the cars. I just I I have anyone who's almost hit one, I just they give me like Aja to thinking about it, you know. And I'm not I'm not sympathizing for the for the deers, unfortunately. And this I'm I'm an animal lover, right? I love uh, I love all types of animals, of course, but. It's very scary having a, a, a deer <laughs> yeah, run out one. in front of your car and these some those like I mean, yes. Pennsylvania roads. Um, when you see them lingering on the here. side, your I mean, anxiety builds. Yeah, and builds, I mean, it's and like I agree. Those are heavy duty accidents when that happens. I mean so they're, so they're just saying, yeah. hundreds pounds of muscle. Yeah, have, have either of you guys had an encounter with a, a deer on a highway?
2: Not on a highway. Have I you hit a deer. A deer hit me. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. Yeah.
0: Oh.
2: A, uh, of course. I was actually, wait, please tell. <laughs> yes. A deer hit me. It hit the side of my car and ran off. Like I was parked. I was (laughs) literally coming down a hill. Wait, what? Yes. I was coming down a hill and stopped. And then a deer just like slammed into my (laughs) 1990 Toyota Corolla. (laughs) Busted the window and then took off. And I remember driving into my driveway like crying. And I told my dad, a deer hit me. A deer hit me. (laughs) He like didn't believe it until he went out to my car and saw... There's no way I hit, like, uh, clearly a deer dead sideswipe it, yeah. Yeah. Wow. True story. Adam Just, was with me. Or incredible. not with no, me, but I, I, you were dating I, yeah. me at the time. Yeah.
1: My My parents hit a deer coming over Stevens Pass, so they hit a deer f- in their truck full board at, like, 75 miles an hour. And, and that, was that was a truck. massive yeah. truck. Yeah, and that truck was fucking done after that. Was,
0: it was totals. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: That's awful. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's scary stuff. Yeah, I've been lucky. I've
3: had him run out in front of me. I've seen him, but I've been very lucky to not have.
2: We do have, Adam and I have a story together about the deer we. <laughs> you have to say it. because I love, I love, Adam's. You ha- you I love have, Adam's faces. You have to tell it. This because is
1: the best. <sighs> oh. Jesus Christ. So, so, God, what time in high school, it was me and Melissa and my sister who is she's 2 years younger than me but and 1 year younger than Melissa so we all went to high school together and one of my sisters' friends anyway we're driving and some somewhere on Camano Island which is out out in Washington and my sister and her friend are just being loud and fucking annoying in the back seat and at one point I like look over my shoulder I'm like can you guys shut the fuck up and I turn back and there is a dead deer in the middle of, the, the, road. Middle of the road and I have a at this point I have a 1996 Honda Civic which means I have about like you know half an inch of undercarriage space right And instead of slamming on my brakes or swerving, I decide um, that (laughs) the best course of action is to just close my eyes and keep driving. Um, I mean, it was like a
2: split second of like us noticing the dead deer and um, he closed his eyes and yelled, Oh fuck. And we all closed our eyes and then we (laughs) were still driving. Like, Honestly, it was like a moment where we're like, something lifted us up, and yeah, <laughs> put us was, over. This
1: was the, uh, it, the it's pulp like a fiction, moment you cannot divine explain, divine intervention moment. where yeah. something happened and we just. Wow, and it was
2: it was actually on the same road that the deer hit me because like ah, yes, out by my parents' house. I mean, deers are just crazy out there; they just run out. <laughs> so <laughs> you don't know whether but that's you... a moment that we are like we still can't even explain what happened.
0: Stay. <laughs> so do you not know whether you hit you still don't know you don't know whether you hit it or you drove through it or drove over it or just
1: oh no idea no idea yeah I really don't wow. know I
0: mean it
2: wasn't wait like, so everybody shut he's... their
0: eyes everybody shut their eyes at, one, at the same moment
2: uh, well the two in the back who knows what the hell they were you know <laughs> uh, they were pretty like lit but we were not and Adam and I both shut our eyes because I honestly thought that was like a okay Jesus <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. whatever's gonna happen, I don't know. I'm back, I'm and we just back Jesus. We,
0: yeah,
2: we, we could not believe it. I'm interested
0: to see where you guys went with quotes for this thing because it's this is so It is kind of impossible, and there are so many kind of moments that that live beyond this movie. So uh, l- let me before we, we do that specifically, if you can, like highlight the moment, the mom- the, thi- the things that you remember about this movie. As far as like catchphrases and moments, what like start the list of things. Holy Shnikes. Now what what was the popularity of holy shnikes before this? Like is it is it Was it popular? I don't know. Or was this just
3: Farley being a good Catholic boy not wanting to curse? Son of a is right. another one. Like, just, it, like not committing to the curse.
0: I, I would like to see like what like son of a or holy shnike were before before this movie because it definitely I think they've really lived on through it. Yeah, I think it's all Farley.
1: That's gonna leave a mark as the other oh, that's that. huge, huge. Yeah,
0: and 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 that's, I've said that a million times in my life. Every time, every time one of my kids falls, shut up, Richard. Of course, is another one that's a, a little closer to the uh, the exact one. And I just go go back to the maniac. I'm a maniac, maniac. I, I think that's that, like, hysterical. He obviously, was a huge song, and then the Flashdance has been spoofed many times before. But I just feel like this. I agree. This movie, he's kind of he kind of made that song last even like longer. After- like, that's what I knew it from. Yeah,
3: like afterwards, I almost feel like it's getting it's spoofing him, spoofing the movie. Uh, Melissa, were there
0: any other like kind of lines or things that that popped out? You're like, oh, it's from this kind
3: of. So
2: ones that I've heard of that this time around watching, I was like, oh my god, it's totally from this movie. Was. So herbie Hancock, I've heard that, <laughs> yes, and I'm like, okay, and then the other one was did you eat a lot of paint chips growing up <laughs> uh, which I enjoyed, but god, I mean there's 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 so many like Adam already mentioned one of my favorites and it was the life per like like the life vests uh that whole line about you're gonna you're probably gonna need it
0: <laughs> the uh the other one that Adam mentioned too is the uh Lots of people go to college for seven years. Yeah, they're called doctors. Yeah, that's a that is a, 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 a great classic line. joke.
3: The line that I d- didn't remember ever that actually made me laugh when um, Richard had a he- he's he's rubbing his head. He just there's so much going on. He just goes, "Has anyone ever seen scanners?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and, and that's a- Cronenberg, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah with the like, head exploding. So
3: that, like that got me know, this time. I was like, was I never would have thought I've that. I've
1: Seen Tommy Boy having seen scanners. So that that joke me too, makes same. A lot more sense now.
2: Well, and then I like how when they yelled, uh, it's alive. Like in the, when the deer popped up out of the back, you know, I, I liked that moment as well.
0: Joey, did you isolate a a quote for this thing? Did you have it? Did you see scanners? Did you see, because because you know what?
3: I I was like all the, like I was writing all the ones that we all know. And I was like, let me go to one that hit me that I've never, that's never mattered to me before. And that one just fucking killed me this time. Um, I was also trying to find a quote when, with the B scene and the cops, but like just that whole scene is just, there's no quote. It's just the whole scene. It's just the funniest fucking thing. But I wanted a quote from there. Adam, did
0: you have anything that you uh, you highlighted as a quote?
1: We've hit so, so many of them. Because I, I think I think it's the two, four, nine, or five thing. Um, but I do also really, really yeah. enjoy the, um, they have a thin candy shell. I'm surprised you didn't know that. Your brain has a thick candy shell. <laughs> your, your, your your brain has the shell on it. And then it, doesn't isn't Richard's response got that? And then that's it. I that's I. It's they're back. That's it. There is hysterical.
0: Is there anywhere else we have to uh, go with this before we get to awards and go through there? Are we missing anything in the? We third got act? you know Zelensky. Oh yeah, uh, yeah uh, Dan uh, Aykroyd. Dan, Dan, Dan Aykroyd. Oh, yeah. the last time we talked about him it wasn't in in the most favorable terms. Um, well, in, in as far as the movie he was in. But he got uh, he you know it, he, watching him age over thirty years with a little gray hair sort of. <laughs> Well, that's not his fault <laughs> this is uh, of course we're referencing driving miss Daisy uh his oscar-nominated role uh, fun seeing him in this this uh, him him in this is something that I I this is like I think like every time I caught this movie it felt like I always caught it at that part of the movie you know okay. at the very end with right. with him in it so uh it's a great bit spot for him fits in great I like tying the SNL uh and you know what I love together love the way they introduce him it's it's first it's you know we just
3: hear his name then it's then it's the um like the signs, then it's the commercial, then we finally meet him. It's such like a funny, it's such a good way. Then you meet him, and he's like, "Oh, he's a dick."
0: It's great. What are your guys' uh, Dan Dan Aykroyd uh, relationships? Because you're not the biggest Ghostbusters people,
1: right? I don't want to. I won't speak for you, but I really wasn't. And then uh, it was the first summer that we were here, actually, and the girls hadn't started school yet, and we were trying to find things for them to watch because they they were just getting kind of bored. So we actually watched. All of the Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters one and two and the the all-female cast and the the afterlife. Um, and I think watching it with them, they thought it was fun. So then I kind of thought it was more fun. Um, Dan Aykroyd is a really specific type of comedy um, and, and it's hit and miss. I love <laughs> the cameo type thing. I love him in this and I love him mm-hmm. in Gross Point Blank. And so, that's, oh, yeah, that's kind of where I live with him.
2: I grew up watching. Oh my god! I almost said goosebumps. What am I trying to say? Ghostbusters. Thank you, yeah. Ghostbusters movies with my dad. So that's how I. <laughs> that's how I know him. But, gosh, what movie was it that we watched that he was in? That wasn't it with like the there's like that weird. Oh movie? my
1: god! Nothing but trouble. <laughs> oh
2: my! Have you guys ever seen that movie?
0: I have never even heard of that.
3: Yeah, no, I don't know what that
0: is.
2: <laughs> well, that's oh. a, it's a doozy of a movie. Let me tell you, it, that. it is fucking
1: <laughs> weird. It is. It's.
2: Uh, and so you said he's a certain kind of like comedy or yeah. I think that movie explains what kind of comedy he is. And it's, it's definitely not for everybody, but <laughs> it's,
1: that movie is fucking weird.
2: That's a weird movie.
0: Yeah, I, I totally got what you're saying oh, with, yeah. the, with the hit or miss. He is a, a specific type of comedy and I'm not totally sure that it's my my type of comedy. I like him. I love him in Ghostbusters. I grew up on Ghostbusters, of course. But from there, it is. It can be a bit hit or miss. You know
3: what? I'm not big on the. um, Now I'm like drawing a blank. Uh, I've never seen Blues Brothers. Yeah, I'm not like I'm not
0: big on Blues Brothers. That doesn't super work.
3: And then there's a movie with him, and where they kind of switch roles, where he's kind of the wild one in like a suburban thing. Trading Places. Is that it? No, it's not trading. I like Trading Places. It's more like in a suburban. He's like a like that. I don't think is good. Um, Trading Places is good. So I, you know. But man, I love him in Ghostbusters, so I'll yeah. always stick with him for that.
0: Final uh final act of this movie, we're landing the uh it lands great, it's I great. think. Yeah. They, they they really get the emotionality. So right much heart in this movie. There is a lot of heart. You you do feel for the characters and um and, and that you know, that, that makes a that makes a movie like this something that's a little more worth worthwhile than your typical goofy but forgettable that's why comedy. It,
3: that's why it stands out because it's not just la- it's laugh, 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 laugh heart. <laughs> laugh, laugh, laugh now,
0: and then the laughs matter because you care more. And and we've done a few of these here where we've kind of questioned because I mean obviously these are movies that win a tournament so there people are voting on them and we, we question why people we had to have a discussion about why like airheads we airheads you know, made twins, sense like yeah, twins yeah, made we, no to, sense. we at least had to hash it out sure there's no surprises why people love no. love Tommy Boy you know it's it's a it's a very um, it's very clear and very obvious that this, this is a this is the type of movie that, that should win something. Like this. Yep. So before we did the awards, I know we don't
3: do question Twitter questions for these, right? But Greg Greg Oz had a question. Okay. And Adam, because me and you with the you know two thousand with the thousand and one and our final question, he wanted to ask: Does Tommy Boy belong in the book A Thousand and One Movies to see before you die?
1: Um. Yeah. Uh, I. I do. I do. And th- I. I mean, for for multiple reasons, but the the book is fairly pretentious, um, and there are a lot of movies in there that I, I really are in there because you know they, they were popular for a period of time. I, there aren't enough silly, goofy, dumb kind of movies in there, and and sure, ever you know, people's preferences are going to be all over the place but there there should be a movie like this in the book and 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 you just list like i think uh no blues brothers isn't in the book but there are a lot of those early 80s that are in there so the book is definitely uh edited and you know put together by people who probably grew up in that time um because it shows yeah, with yeah. some of their picks
0: is something like a uh is
1: something like a caddy shack in there it, it 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 might have been. I do know for certain... It has been. It's not now. Naked, like Naked Gun is in the book.
0: Yes. Right. You guys yeah. did Airplane, right? Airplane. Yeah. And yep. Fast Times.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah. So those are all in there, and, and and I think you know comedies they play to when you grew up, kind of. Exactly. That. So they, like you said, the editor grew up in that time, so those are the those are the ones that they went after. Uh, makes makes sense. What did you say, Joey? Would you? Would you I think the, in the answer
3: book? is absolutely yes. I think if you're watching movies, Chris Farley at his absolute. Uh, Peak, yes, belongs in it. It's hysterical, belongs. I think it's something that you know we all grew up with and love. But I think it's something that's accessible to
0: anybody. Yeah, I I can get behind that. You know, I can get behind that. Um, I'd say yes to yeah about that. And I think Chris Farley being the factor.
3: I think that's the big part.
0: What about you, Melissa? Is it a a clean sweep here?
2: Oh yes, hands down. This yes.
0: (laughs) Not every movie has to be you know it has to be Gandhi you know like uh, you're allowed to uh, have fun watching movies sometimes <laughs> right, right? I well, don't even know important. if Gandhi's in the book is it um, no yeah uh, but okay so uh, are, are we ready to head to awards is there anything else we have to do before we get there no we're good all right let's delve into what we like to call here at Best Picture Cast the nitpick zone mm-hmm. A little dangerous coming into these nitpick zones on on goofball comedy because you have to you have to not take yourself too seriously. But I, I have a hard time doing that sometimes. So I I, I have some things. I have I I, so. I, I not I I had a little trouble here because I, like
3: I I had trouble balancing how serious to take it. So like at different ports I fell apart. But I have some things.
0: Yeah. Um. I'll start just from the start here. How far away is this kid's bus stop? Like, <laughs> <laughs> What like I feel like some people live closer to their school than this kid lives from his bus stop. He's cutting through yards. He's running down the um I mean, I don't know. My my bus stop was at the end of my block. Uh I walked 3 blocks and I felt like it was way too far. You had 3 a, a bus stop short, 3 blocks away. Huh? Very short blocks. Yeah. Yeah. I How's it out in Seattle? was your bus stops were they far away or
2: Well, Adam lived literally across the street from the school, so he could walk. I lived um, like 30 minutes away from the school. Uh, Oh. But my first house, like, yeah, we had to actually, my parents had to drive us probably like five minutes to like down the road to where a whole bunch of other kids that lived down kind of random streets all caught the bus together.
0: Wow. So five minute drive, so that checks
2: that's out a little bit. considerable,
0: yeah. Yeah. Were you ever so late?
2: And then it was a 30 minute drive on the bus to wow. the school. So yeah.
0: So I guess that checks out yeah, a little that's fine, bit. I mean, that's five fine. minute drive. You know, I don't cutting through backyards, but um what did you have for nitpicks, Joe? The the big one I had that there's just no
3: checks and balances to the delivery system for this huge corp <laughs> this huge system that is so important and so valuable. Come the fuck on yeah. most of mine are business related i will put that well, out <laughs> there it's fair rob Lowe can just hit a couple buttons yeah and, and uh, that there's no checks and balances you don't need a password to get into the computer it's just <laughs> oh you don't put things in filing cabinets so that makes sense for the poor computer system too uh, that wouldn't be
0: a successful business that makes sense that makes sense uh Adam melissa nitpicks for tommy boy
1: um so i kind of collated ours you took the one i mean i was going to talk about the uh the, the the computer fraud thing. I mean, that definitely was going to come up. Um, the other one I had, though, and this is just kind of silly, but like. Is is Cuyahoga Falls such a big place that you can fucking fly there? Like what what airport is in Cuyahoga Falls that she is flying to? I don't
0: know. Is is Cuyahoga Falls a real place? I
1: really I don't know. I, I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I'm sure I could look, but I, off the top of my head, I don't know.
2: Well, what kind of airport is uh, the one here? The yeah, That's what is small. it called here? I don't know.
1: It's Chippewa Falls.
2: Chippewa Falls. There you or go. Chippewa County. Yeah, <laughs> I believed yeah, it. I, <laughs>
1: I I
0: I I'm gonna nitpick a real place. I don't know if this nitpick as much as a, a little bit of a, a, a cringe. S- a town named Sandusky's a little rough here uh, <laughs> these these days. You know that that. That unfortunately, it's, it's no fault to anyone involved with Tommy Boy, but that that town name hasn't aged great.
1: Okay, so I I've already disproven my nitpick. Cuyahoga County Airport, that is a real place.
0: Wow, there you go. They did their they did their <laughs> checks and balances, and uh, and Sandusky, uh, which what state were they? Did they start in Ohio? Ohio, yes, yeah, Sandusky, Ohio is an actual place too. So um, I don't know if they've ch- since changed the name of the of the town. They might. <laughs> i have to consider that. Nitpick-wise, I got a, a, another one here. Melissa, you called attention to this because it is a funny gag, but um, are we asking the first name of a Founding Fathers on a college test? <laughs> Why? <laughs> what an oddly structured question. Like, what? Like, blank hancock what was his first name like is this is this like for a senior class yeah is this like bar trivia or like a real test and what, <laughs> what was the course that he's taking to graduate college that he doesn't know right. john hancock's first name history I'm 101 might be for like
2: a like a like a general ed history class <laughs> you know it's like a it's equivalent to what your senior history <laughs> class is like at, at Marquette though? But, right, like know, that's, that's the problem.
3: That's the problem. Like make it like mid Ohio Central yeah, like, like
0: not Marquette. Blank Hancock. Such <laughs> an odd question.
3: But the look on his face the smugness of the Herbie as he writes it is just so worth the stupidness yes, of the college yes. class that his dad paid for. Of course. Uh, Joe, what did you have next? Uh, so my next, again, uh, the banker, who is like, oh, sure, Big Tom, I'll give you everything. And then he's like, oh, no, I'm not going to give you. He's dead. They're like, I'll give you my house and my stocks. Okay, great. You need paperwork for all of these things. <laughs> None of that. Just <laughs> It's just a gentleman's agreement. To, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll put up the house and the stocks. Okay, great. And then when he goes, he's like, well, you don't have any stocks. Yes, he does. At no point has he signed anything, giving any
0: of this up.
1: He still has everything.
0: Oh man, uh, what else did you have, Adam?
1: I, I mean, really, I gotta be. I, 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 you know, with a movie like this, I try not to to overthink it. Um, so uh, the the wire fraud and the Cuyahoga Falls, which of course now I just I just disproved. Um, <laughs> I I think it's mostly it's other things that are just like, like the one that jumps to mind is like, and I I I get that this is pre nine eleven, but like they could just walk on and be flight attendants, I guess, right?
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think that tracks. I don't know.
1: This is ninety five. Do I mean, whatever
3: you
0: want. I I, I did raise an I brought that, but yeah, there is the early nineties air travel definitely some rules, a little wild west. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean Jeffrey Dahmer did just board a passenger plane, right. and, and fly to to Florida as after escaping from prison. Right. So I, I don't, maybe. I mean, I have the the, the car is just would well that my next one is with the, the car is never not driving many yeah, times uh, over. I mean, and but with the deer, I mean, Adam, you just said the is. A truck was totaled after hitting right. a deer. A little car like that is going to be demolished after hitting a, a deer like that. But, um, you know, and one, I had this...
2: one could say things these days are not made like they used to be. Don't so,
0: make them like they used to.
2: Right? So maybe that car could have kept driving. You...
0: <laughs> I I had another car kind of nitpick. Um, it, it. I just don't understand how he went from, like, caring so much about his car to not caring at all like it that 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 was a shell of a car it went from like he had rules about his car to like uh okay i guess it's totaled now like i guess ah, this car like now we just don't have a roof to the car and spade didn't sell being upset enough about the car for me a little bit i know that that is truly nitpicky but um, well the
3: deeper meaning is that he found friendship so the car wasn't his only connection hey you know what it's a great answer that's a great answer, Joe. Any other nitpicks? Did anyone have anything else? All
0: of the rest of mine were like annoying. Where I was like,
3: like even as I was writing, I was like, shut up.
0: Yeah, there's a little bit of the program, um, the movie, the program. You know where they're these kids are all in high school. Like Tom, thirty-one year old Chris Farley's in college. Like even seven years, yeah, would get him at twenty-five. So, yeah. but I, I can that, that's like stuff like really, that. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, He's
3: Rob that. Lowe was thirty at the time. So like I was like, you know what? Just I'm it. I mean, yep, yep, yep. like that's, that's just No, I agree. Fair. But that was something I was like, ooh. And the other thing is, if Rob Lowe, even running from a crime, got assaulted that way in Zelensky's lab, he would <laughs> still be able to be very rich from it. <laughs> that's true.
0: That's, that's true. All right. Let's head to the awards. MVP for Tommy Boy MVP. Melissa, I'll have you. Uh, I'll have you go first here. This is the movie uh, you guys selected first and won with. So kick us off.
2: Oh, Chris Farley. Hey, I uh
0: <laughs> can ap- Yeah, can absolutely second that. I mean he's yeah he's everything in this thing. I don't I don't I don't think he could be replaced.
4: Mm-mm.
3: No, no. I mean it's this is him, this is his movie, this is him doing everything. This is
0: yeah. Yeah. Adam, are are you on board with that too? Do you have something different?
1: No, I went with David Spitt. no, yeah, of course I it's Chris Farley. <gasps> yeah. yeah <laughs> <of course. laughs> Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. This is this is an easy one. Some some are easier than others, but yes, this, this is, is is very clear.
3: Th- there isn't a, like anything. there's this is one where very few times we've had. There's a right, all right answer. Yeah, yeah. So what's next, Tommy? No idea.
0: It's <laughs> just fuck.
3: It. And then when he when he's on the news later, and his friends are like, "Is that Tommy?" And they're like, "Oh, you got fat. TV's bloat you. TV's bloat <laughs> you. Yeah, right.
0: they had a hundred pounds." <laughs> um lvp uh a little trickier this was hard um joey i guess i'll have you go first you're kind of the master of the lvp around here
3: i feel like i failed here i i don't didn't do a good job um i went with the security guards in the bank okay (laughs) i just they're like what what how can you be so awful at the thing you do like you
0: shouldn't be like you fucking shitty cowards. Like that was an, that scene was another one that like you, you talked about the airport in, in 2023 20, logic. Like that's another one where oh they up a bank is I, that's a life in prison situation
1: I yeah. those like, guys <laughs> so much. After getting hit, hit in the head many times with a hammer, <laughs> I, I had to give him my gun. <laughs> but then, then when
3: he comes back in and they're like, oh, not again. They just toss it. I'm like, you, you're, you're just the worst
0: definite jabronis there I would, yeah I would
3: agree. and i honestly to be completely honest that was like no 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 one else i could find where i was like oh that's that's the lvp so i couldn't go there and i just couldn't do it yeah uh adam lvp where'd you go with this
0: one
1: uh so i went with uh the, the lvp is uh brick and mortar retail stores <laughs> <laughs> oh oh
0: no <laughs> i
1: i mean i mean all of those shops are shutting down let's be real Callahan auto is probably open for only another four or five years after this. And, uh, and then if Tommy's running it, it's, I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, brick brick and mortar boy, it it just, it just didn't get much better.
0: Oh no. What a sad, what a sad LVP. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Melissa,
0: what'd you have for LVP?
2: God, this, this was probably my hardest one just because uh, I don't know. I ended up, I ended up picking, uh, just, Cow tipping <laughs> because I don't it think, love it. That's I don't amazing. Think that, that is actually a real thing from experience. So that's what I went with. They could have just left. It that would part go. Out, I think. You
0: you you learned that it would it went about how it went in that movie. There's no nitpick there. That's what happens. You yeah. slip and you land in the cow dung and you lose right. your clogs. Yes, and your cl- <laughs> Um. So uh, LVP. Um. I unfortunately I, I had to go with. Rob Lowe's character. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I just poor Paul. I think this was a little like kind of underwritten and under put together. I, I don't like the slapsticky like get electrocuted, get your shirt sucked in. And it just it was kind of like a lot of like why, like what you know, like it's funny when Chris Far- uh, Chris Farley falls through a table here. I'm not Rob Lowe wasn't fully selling it to me, I, and I I like Rob Lowe as a as an actor, but. Th- it was kind of just the one area of this movie that that came out a little weak for me, so I had to uh, unfortunately uh, have a sobering answer there too uh, with myself. But that was that was my LVP there. Um, so it's got to be someone. Yeah, yeah listen,
3: someone. we we there's no such thing as a pass in these categories. That's right.
0: Uh, participation award. Show a little love to someone uh, who who deserves it along the way. Uh, I went last there, so I'll go first here. Um, Brian Dennehy was uh, this great. was an easy one for me. He's electric in this movie. He comes in hot, stays strong, and um god, you having a heart attack at your wedding is a tough way to tough go. Tough way to go. I mean, jeez, a wedding right to a funeral, damn. Um but yeah, Brian Dennehy for me is my participation award. Uh, Joe. I went to an I
3: thought he he was really funny. His energy is so different from Farley's and they paired so well together that I just really like I look forward to him getting there.
0: Love it. Love it. Um Melissa.
2: Oh, I went with Michelle, right? Is that her name? Yeah. 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 She, I loved her, which we haven't talked about her actually yet. We haven't. She brought out just this like sweet, sincere side of Tommy that Adam and I talked about while we were watching the movie. Adam made a comment that there was a a line on the boat when he's in the little, uh, what, the
1: what is that? Yeah. The little, little, the sa-
2: little sailboat. Sailboat. Yeah. yeah. Um, where you really see he could have like gone on to maybe do like a drama like I don't want to speak for you but
1: oh i so there's there's the moment where he says the funny story and then he says um i'm really going to miss him and then she goes your father was a great man and he goes yeah and i don't know if it's just having it in in on blu-ray and in hd but like the way that his eyes are welling up there there was clearly a, a a better actor in him than the than the stuff that he got to perform and i think i think that there's probably a better career in front of him but
2: it's just like the I scenes agree. that he has with her specifically i just she brought out this just like genuine side and she was just also fun like also on the boat um when she snaps back and yells at those kids and she's like at his <laughs> frustration level and she yells back it was just really refreshing and she was great like i thought a really good um partner like a romantic partner to him in this movie
0: yeah for sure your mothers will cry when they see what i've done to you (laughs) and then she sits down she goes i lied i don't know where they live i don't actually (laughs) don't know where they sleep uh yeah not an actress i'm really that familiar with she's still working today i saw she was in she does a lot of tv active imdb
3: but i don't really know but honestly she's very funny in this yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, good, good one. That's that's, that's a yeah, good that's choice smart. there. Um, I you, Adam, you brought up uh, um, Chris Farley's tears and and that uh, t- spot on, perfect. I'll tell you who's not good at crying though is David Spade. Uh, no. His 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 attempts at crying here in this. I don't know, Adam. We've been on a few podcasts. We you you've kind of got you've schooled us on on actors crying. I think uh, I think David Spade could learn something from you there uh, a little bit. I think you could you could take him to school on that.
2: David <laughs> Spade a, reminds me. Crier of our nine-year-old when she is like when our you know when she's trying to get her little sister in trouble and she's like fake fake cry that she's like (laughs) that's what he reminds me of that's hilarious
0: (laughs) oh that's amazing adam participation award
1: um so you all said like i had a bunch and you you all said a bunch of them so i'm gonna go with uh with william kerr who was the editor um Because I think some of the transitions, I think in particular, young Tommy to old Tommy and uh, from the wedding to the funeral are really good. But also, like I watched a fair amount of the uh, extended takes and bloopers and and cut scenes. And really, when they say comedy is timing, it's true. And I think this movie is cut in a way where we get a lot of the best, like all of those one-liners we're all talking about. There were lots of other choices, and I think, um, and obviously that's part of the director as well. But I think this—I I, want to give William Kerr some love because I thought the movie was edited really well.
0: Yeah, oh, oh, excellent, and yeah, it. I mean, I mean, a movie like this could go south so south so fast if if that's that stuff isn't being attended to. Yeah, properly. so fast. So, yeah. yeah, good choice. Oh, that's there. great. Scene of the movie is a is a tough one here. Uh, I. You guys kind of highlighted mine there. Uh, it is in the sailboat there with, with the kids heckling. And uh, I, I think they manage a lot within that scene. And they capture a lot of the different feels the movie's going for with still staying fun and still staying right. sharp and witty. But and so vulnerable. having the emotionality there. So, yeah, that, that actually was my scene of the movie.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with
0: Fat Guy in a Little Coat. <laughs> is that is hysterical and I love it. Amazing. I can't believe it's taken us this long to to do yeah. that's another uh it's one iconic. of those memorable lines. Yeah, iconic yeah. lines, yeah.
3: So, uh, that's that's mine just because when it came I was so happy.
0: Yep. Uh Adam.
1: Oh my god. Uh it's absolutely <laughs> the uh the, the car accident demo thing with the little toy cars. That is I, that's yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's my scene yep.
0: in the movie. Someone uh, definitely had to do it. That's amazing.
2: Um, Mine is, uh, I've said it already. It's the airplane scene with, it it is the airplane scene. I mean, honestly, from the moment they get on and they're like, where are your flight attendants to? He's changing in the (laughs) bathroom. That's so funny. Oh my God. God. Um, (laughs) I don't think I'll ever be able to really look at a (laughs) airplane bathroom the same. Like the positions that he got in, in that, uh, where he's trying to change is just, amazing but the the airplane (laughs) hands down i
0: love it love it good coverage there that was good good coverage across the board we've covered this thing pretty well i think the last stop of the uh the train here is uh recommends if you just saw tommy boy if you want to recommend a similar type of movie where would you go next Uh, joe i guess i'm gonna go with you yeah so i um
3: thought of something as we were talking um there's a documentary i am chris farley and that's what i would recommend going. It's all his like friends and peers and people he worked with talking about him and his family and man how much they all loved him and how funny he was and how much potential he had and it's a really it's sad and it's funny and it's it's everything you kind of would hope it could be and and it's well worth a watch. So that's what i would recommend. Streaming. Um i think it's on Max and it's very very
0: worth it. Cool. And it's on Max.
3: It's it's streaming somewhere. Um yeah. i think Max, but yeah, it's it's
0: oh it's great. Wow, excellent. Cool. Um, Adam. Uh,
1: so I'm, I'm kind of sticking in the, in the, the same world of all these guys. Um, and we already mentioned this movie, uh, but I'm going with Wayne's world. Um, I think, I Oh, mean, it's Chris, great. Chris Farley's in it. Um, and I think it's one of the more successful true SNL adaptations. Um, and, and God damn it. I just laughed so fucking much in that movie too. So <laughs> I, I, that's I, Wayne's world would be my, my double feature. And, and you're not committing yourself to that much time with both the movies. So,
0: it's true. Outstanding, outstanding. Uh, Melissa.
2: Okay, so after watching this movie, I, I, in, I loved um, Chris Farley and David Spade and their chemistry together. And so the first movie that came to mind of like, I would love to do a double feature in Bruges. <laughs> like,
0: wow, that's I,
2: amazing. I think
1: that's a great one.
2: I just you wow. know Colin Farrell and Brandon Gleeson, I think have obviously a different chemistry but in a weird way of very same chemistry. And I was like, I, that's a double feature of this. And then in Bruges would be a great amazing. Night. A yeah. much
0: darker comedy, but uh, <laughs> a, a comedy nonetheless. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. Uh, I'm, I'm going to kind of circle back to, to where Joey was. And um, SNL do, does these, they have like best ofs for yep. some of their top performers. Um, the Will Ferrell one is famously like amazing. Like it, that's one to sort of check. But there is, I, I think the Chris Farley one is probably one of the most popular. Oh, for sure. And um, I, I just think that anyone, particularly anyone who's who's younger and and may not be as familiar with his work should really see some of these characters he portrayed on SNL. And, and SNL was so different. Yeah, in that best of Chris Farley, you get the Matt Foley, and you get the the uh, the, the, Swayze the dance. movie host, the Jip Swayze dance that Adam brought up before. Uh, I, I would really encourage anyone to check that out. Now, NBC has made these kind of hard to get. Are they up on Peacock now? Maybe, because... NBC, is such a pain in the ass. They, are, they take yeah. everything
3: down so quick and
0: it's, Yeah, they're very they're very possessive. I used to own those. all
3: of them, but I don't anymore, sadly. Yeah, but really I'm good. sure you can get the yeah, it has somewhere, to Peacock, or, right? Or
0: Peacock might have it too. But I, I would definitely even if you, you can just get your hands on, on one of those uh, uh Matt Foley skits or or any of those. So that's um always always good stuff. So I, I would I would steer people uh in, in that direction there. So good recommends uh, across the board there for everybody. Okay, guys. Uh so it's on prime. It is um it's, it's you oh, have it's to rent time. it but it's on prime. Okay, but well you can get it yeah, on you prime. Can get it all on right. Prime. Okay, that's good. That's good. Okay. Um so guys, this is it. You 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 are now officially uh BPC champions. You have, small group welcome, the, guys. The coronation has happened. Uh it is a small group that I'm not a part of. Uh, unfortunately. <laughs> One,
3: you you're circling.
0: Yes. And the, you know, everyone else who doesn't win can just go about their life. I have to sit here and, yeah, and You have and, to stay with it. Interview you winners as we we do these things. So um Fortunately, most of the of the movies that have won have been uh, movies I I like and I appreciate so whether it's uh, was The Shining or um, Halloween or or uh, Roadhouse which is a particularly favorite of the ones that we've covered uh, and Tommy Boy's right there in in the wheelhouse. Well, I can't, I don't know if there's really been one that's won a tournament that I'm like Ugh, I gotta I gotta do this one. Uh, so the you guys are winning with with respectable movies here so. Adam and Melissa, congratulations again. Tell the people again where they can find you and and where they can hear you.
1: Yeah. So uh below freezing, uh you can find us on Instagram and on Twitter and uh and then I guess Thousand One by One, also Instagram, Twitter, and you can listen to us in all the places where you would find podcasts.
0: Joey, you're also on that one thousand and one by one podcast there. Uh yeah, where can there. the people uh find you and all your Nothing but friendly and positive interactions on Twitter. Yeah, no, I'm
3: super nice. I don't tell people that they <laughs> don't understand movies at all. Uh, but I'm at joey three oh three one four. I should probably update that. But, um, you know, that's me. I'm very active on Twitter. Yeah. So I've been much nicer lately.
0: <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, yes. Yeah, so follow us at Best Picture Cast on Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, anyway. Twitter X, whatever we're calling it these days. It's and just Twitter. Uh, uh, Letterboxd too. Right. are yeah, were very, yeah, letterbox We're raking some letterbox. And and hey, we got another tournament for you guys to vote on coming coming right up. Adam Melissa, I'm sure you have your sights set on uh retaining your crown here as we head to the uh the horror fest, which is Joey our fourth and fourth horror, horror fest, fest. Yeah. yep. Now have you had are you somebody guys...
2: win back to back?
0: me uh joey oh, of oh well of course yeah, right because he wins yes. everything uh, but and this grant one, i do believe but
2: this one <laughs> but this yeah one, yeah right. <laughs>
0: you won this one i do believe grant did too with the roadhouse undrafted Halloween. though yeah. okay. undrafted that's right yeah undrafted uh yeah so a uh, horror fest is coming up and and guys we're going to be picking uh in addition to your standard you know wild card movie there and and we'll be there's a legacy list but you're also gonna be picking horror movies from the 2020s Oh, so horror okay. movies that have come out since twenty twenty. That's the third category there. So uh that Melissa's like like ready a, you're I'm in like the I there.
2: already know <laughs> so many.
0: <laughs> and uh by by virtue of having two two movies in the finals, you will have uh, many more lottery balls coming your way. So now you'll have a legit chance each time of getting that top slot. I think you might even have more than me now. So uh, this is great. This is a great system I set up here for this one. Uh but Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Any closing thoughts or closing words uh, on Tommy Boy, on the sub-50 tournament, on on anything? The floor is yours.
2: Oh, oh man. No. no. Uh, I mean, all I have to say is I thought we were winners that we got the first pick. And the fact that we're here, we're just like, we we love it. Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, of course. And uh, you know what, Adam? I'll put you on the spot. How about this? Any beef from our recent... Uh, rankings episode that we had out there uh that that just came out that was our our last release uh you were on our our first 45 rankings so you have a uh a a, you have some stake in the game here um Uh, let's go you have an opportunity to chew us out let's go uh
1: so i'll say two things one uh you all and i don't i'm not just saying this because melissa is here um you all had west side story dreadfully low and um and all of you are cowards except for joey with the parasite love joey I, i love you that, that was great.
0: I love you, too, buddy. I love you. <laughs> Just going to shake my head. Um, 62 is where you have uh, Lawrence of Arabia, right? So you, I- <laughs> <laughs> 62, huh?
1: I knew that would get a rise out of you. I'm so... I- yeah, no,
0: I knew what you were doing there. I know what you are doing. That's okay. Um, yes, now we uh, we had a fun one this time around. It was It was, it was a... It was like... I mean I feel like it's probably a lot of the time with these like I have a list and I'm like well everyone's going to have the same exact list as me because this is the right list. Uh and right out of the gate it was it was chaos. So
3: I was like all right the only thing we're all going to have in common is number 15.
0: I was like outside of that it's going to be all over the place and we couldn't even
3: we can't have any nice things.
0: We didn't even have that. Now now so we have gotten quite a bit of flack for the west side story situation. So you'll you'll be happy about that Melissa because that is is your number one? Is your I mean, favorite me, and, me and Kieran were the highest. Melissa, that is your your number one, your favorite movie, right?
2: Yeah. Well, yes. That, that and Fiddler, like, together. I, I wouldn't be able to... I have
0: not seen Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah. I neither have I. Yeah, so I got to no. check that one out. Um, I don't know. I thought I ranked it... I mean, how much higher than, like, six is it supposed to be? I mean, what... I don't know. I felt like
3: I was pretty happy with where I had it. <laughs> Adam's six. like, four, five, three, two, one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Artie, it really was also kinda, a tough year. Just some people had it way too low, so I think it makes all of us look bad.
0: Yeah, already sabotaging it with a thirteen. Right, don't and judge us all by the sins of our worst. But you know what? Though Grant didn't have a lot of positive things to say about it either. He kind of not
3: surprising. He was yeah. so
0: happy. Already had it lower, so that he didn't take heat for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was one that we legitimately uh, got reactions out. of. Good. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, I like West Side Story. Me I too. Big nothing, fan. I, not much negative to say about. It's this, a tough right? year. It was a tough. It was a tough season. I think maybe we should have done a better job of that's de- where defending we... it. we kind of let the we let the beat yeah, down. that's occur. the problem. Yeah, we kind of because just we, were, back me, and, and you
3: were like, on the episode, yeah. and it was such a positive episode with yeah. Danielle that I was kind of like, all right, well, I said that's my fair. piece. I'll, I'll well, take that. I'll take that.
0: Go back a year and listen to our piece. Yeah. All right, so you can listen to that rankings episode and any of our rankings episodes. We have quite a few out there. Uh, we're uh, about to embark on our. Fifth season, it's it's happening. Finally, uh, all it's about happening. Eve will be our debut uh, season five episode. All about Eve into French Connection. So those will be the two, but uh, so you'll have those coming your way. All the hard, uh, hard best draft tournament stuff coming up too. So look forward to that, and uh, we'll have our. Holiday season stuff too, or, or, or Stephen King Thanksgiving. It's gonna be not gonna be as I- iconic as uh, as I Misery or uh, Shawshank Redemption. But it's Brad Renfro. <laughs> yes, all you uh, apt pupil fans out there, you're gonna have a fun one on Thanksgiving, and then uh, Christmas. We don't even know yet. So, um, yeah. but thank you for listening, Adam listen, Thanks again for uh, putting up with us here. Oh, thank uh, you. And uh, yeah, congrats on the on the win, and Joey, thank you as
3: well. And uh, we
0: you. will see you all next time. <laughs>